your weekly Selk Grassroots podcast, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Welcome to Selk Grassroots, a podcast network bringing you your daily fix of all the news happening around the grassroots community. This is the Sunday League show where we'll be bringing you all the news, reviews and interviews from the OBD, SFL, Westfar and the CMSFL. Let's get on with it. Welcome to episode 13 of the Sunday League show. Today we will be covering the Uberton and Bromley Westfar and the Quota Municipal. How are you guys? We're here. We're stuffed. We just had sausage and chips. The boys, have, the boys have just necked their sausage and chips in front of me. You had chicken and chips. Very no. unkindly. Um, the yeah. cheesecake after it. And Jamie's washing it down with a bovril. Fuck yeah! In full stereotypical uh, stuff. <laughs> the Scotsman amongst us is doing a bovril after his sausage and chips. Yeah. Outstanding stuff. <laughs> yeah. Four guys and a battered sausage. <laughs> Sounds like a Saturday night in Croydon, doesn't it? Uh, let's get straight into the Albanton and Bromley results for yesterday, Sunday the 13th of December. So as we go through, I'll call out the games that made our games of the week um, and our results on the predictions. Uh, we've had another good week. Uh, into the senior... Kamazi Strikers against Essie Dons. 2-1 to Essie Dons. Not much surprise there for me, Jamie. Didn't quite see that one coming, did you? No, that's your point. <laughs> uh, five points for me on that one. I uh, got the 2-1, bang on. Did I say 4-2 or something? I went for a Dons win anyway. Yeah, so you went for a Dons win. Uh, Jamie and last week's guests, uh, Liam from Southwark Town, scoring one point on that one. A good wins for the, win for the Dons against uh, old adversaries um, after uh, Kamazi Strikers' title winning season. That would have felt good for the Dons. Well done, boys. Uh, Hatcham beat uh, lost to Farnborough Old Boys firsts three uh, two. Voice note from Vince last night. He was absolutely chuffed with that one. I think many of us could see that result coming, um, but I think uh, Vince was really pleased with the attitude of the boys. Uh, and a real battling win um, going against the slope uh, at Glebe yesterday he was chuffed with that win so well done to Farnborough uh, Lambeth All-Stars doing what Lambeth All-Stars do beating Portland 5-1 yesterday that's a massive win I think they were 1-0 down again were they? <coughs> yeah, they oh, must Christ. just give teams a head start and think ah fuck this we'll just, yeah, we'll just stick five patchy the <laughs> uh, there's five goals see you later thanks for coming 15 minutes late remember that yeah. did they miss a pen? yeah they did they did I think the boy put it over the bar that boat's guy has been scoring for fun blimey um, so yeah let's just I mean Liam was close when he? he said five zip yeah he did he did he was uh it was unlucky. You only get one, no Liam. I got one, and Jamie got one for that one. Uh, the rest of our predictions last week were called off. Um, I think we can stop giving Lambeth All Stars game of the week for every single. Yeah, win, unless they score double figures. <laughs> now I think that's it. That's it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be tough. Every result they seem to get result of the week now. No, well done, boys. It just shows the level you're playing at, at the moment. Uh, Lullingston and Groundhoppers sharing a one-all draw. Um, 
good point for going toppers. Good, good point for ground up as Lullingston after a draw last week against Elmstead might not be too happy. Uh, ground up has not really hit the hit the ground running um, this season. Um, Lullingston will want to get back to winning ways as soon as possible. Uh, in the Prem, Elmstead five, Craven Park four. A lot closer than some would would have thought. Uh, Craven Park on their day are pretty decent but Elmstead just ticking along nicely this season I'm not surprised it was a one goal winning margin but I'm surprised it was high scoring as it yeah. was I thought maybe Elmstead 1-0 2-1 something like that Yeah. Um, but yeah those teams played each other a lot um, usually closely matched maybe apart for the odd occasion in the past but yeah it must have been a cracker yeah good game uh, Farnborough reserves uh, back to winning ways against LSC Giants 6-2 a real good result uh, for the Farnborough Rezies um, tough game next week against Lambeth All Stars. We'll talk about that in a bit, um, but that's a big win for uh, Farnborough Reserves against the decent LSC Giants, um, who really shouldn't have played SC Dons on that pitch that they <laughs> oh, played on. This one pass. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I, I know um, people want to see football being played, but I think that was a little bit. Hey, too but yeah, much. I mean, I think fortunate no one got a serious injury playing yeah. on that pitch if I'm honest but luckily nobody did but the LSE Giants that's what conceded 14 in two games now yeah yeah, that, that's not very good having seen the pitch at Farnborough on Saturday <laughs> yeah better uh, take their water wings uh, I'm surprised uh, the game went on actually as the, the ground was pretty um, soggy to begin with but as the game um, played um, it actually compacted the mud so uh, Adam Clayton was with me on Saturday at Farnborough as well and I think I think he refed this one on Sunday, so obviously he was happy with the pitch. Uh, Hatch and Vista, uh, their losing run continues this time at the hands of the Wall, um, who themselves are ticking along nicely too. So that's looking like a nice race uh, with Elmstead, uh, Farnborough Resies, and the Wall um, in in the Prem Division at the moment. With Blendon uh, yet to kick in, I expect they will at some point. Um, but that's looking like a real good division now, warming up nicely. Uh, the game I refereed in the first division, Hacienda 4, uh, Quirden Town 2. Uh, for the life of me, I can't see uh, from, from any evidence yesterday why Quirden Town are down the bottom of that division. They played some lovely football, um, had some good players. Uh, they're probably a, a finisher away from being much higher up in the table. Uh, Hacienda 3-0 up in the second half. Um and that basically uh, won them the game. Quidden battled uh, well in the second half. Um, and a, a goal straight from a corner. I'm going to say it was an, uh, an own goal. The, the guy at the front post flicked it into his own net. And, but I saw one of the Hacienda players. I think he's the manager uh, claiming the goal for himself. So it's a bit cheeky. Um, but 4-2 nonetheless. Deserved win in the end. But uh, I think Quidden will definitely start picking up points now. They looked like a decent enough outfit yesterday. In the second division of the OBD SFL, uh, DC Football lose again this time against ever-improving Lesser Albion. It's not not looking good for DC. Uh, despite the, the undoubted quality they do have, they're not putting any wins on no, the book. They've they? got the ingredients, I think, to pick up some results in this division, but it's just not coming together at all. Yeah, it's baffling to me. Um, <coughs> uh, Broccoli were full of praise for them after playing them. Um, for everything I saw against one of the standout sides in that division, West Wickham, it was a very close game. And DC had 10 men on the day for most of the game. Uh, it's just strange that they can't put that win together. 
Um, but that's football. See, that to me screams like commitment issues. Perhaps. So it's a new team and you can just imagine that if they're not all in it together, if they're not committed to go and turn up and play for each other, as soon as they go one, two goals down, that's it, heads are gone. Perhaps. Which, I mean, they didn't really do against us, but again, that was early in the season. Yeah. So it could be a combination of those things. Uh, let's see what happens to them, boys. Uh, Thameside Albion 3, Greenwich Mariners nil. Uh, new manager, uh, Nick Pitt. Must be a glutton for punishment managing a side on a Saturday and a Sunday. Uh, lots of commitments at the moment. But fair play to Nick. Um, reasonably pleased with the performance. Um, just the result not, not going your way yesterday. Nah, I mean, yeah. So obviously a bit of a change around, but... We yeah, uh, still had no centre backs and only had one recognised striker, which was Nick himself. So, yeah, um, we went in a little bit short. <clears throat> we said before the game, I'd seen some footage of their number four, the skipper, um, obviously hitting some decent free kicks, set pieces, and from range. We said to be aware of that, and then within the first minute, he's put one out his feet for forty yards and zipped it in the top bin. So, <laughs> um, not a great start. And then they looked a lot stronger and quicker. Um, for me off, to be honest, we struggled to deal with that majority of the first half we didn't get tight enough in midfield um, and they got some tidy players and they got a lot of pace up front um, and they got their boys at the second goal the boy was just far too quick and far too strong for for us at the back and um, the boys it's a good finish in fairness as well um, but yeah we did say let's get to half time no more than 2 now, which we did um, we didn't really create much if I'm honest in the first half second half we spoke about pressing higher um, getting tighter to them not letting them play if they're going to be stronger and quicker we need to kind of just force them to play one direction play back towards their own goal which we did on the whole they still look dangerous on the break with that pace but if the boy could finish he'd be a good player um, the, the 96 up front um, no disrespect to him but my god he was hoaching when he was trying to finish um, but we yeah we knocked the ball around nicely I was doing the line second half I even heard their, their boys saying it like look at this goal's coming we're just putting balls across the face of the box not as many clear cut chances as last week but still enough good chances in good areas to to look to work the keeper more than we did we only really forced them into one save um, we hit the bar as well kind of late on as we pushed they thought the goal was coming and they thought if it did their heads might go so yeah we just kept pushing and pushing fortunately couldn't get a that goal to get back in it and get a foothold then they broke away the boys missed hit a cross and it's a one yard header at the back post and that sealed it with a third but yeah every reason to be proud of the second half performance of being only two subs so the boys dug in put in a great shift especially like I say second half um, so there's, there is lots of positives there but at the end of the day it's another game gone and another three points lost so yeah. <coughs> we need to start turning it into results we know that indeed uh, makeshift side last week and a bit of the same this week um, so hopefully some more stability uh, at Greenwich Mariners and the uh, results will turn themselves round uh, well done to Thameside Albion uh, on the day um, West Wickham 3 Sydenham Sports nil. now I've been talking West Wickham up for weeks I and weeks now and that's a fantastic result that's big, one that's of our big results statement. of the week that's yeah. massive isn't it yeah it is I mean <clears throat> as we We've kind of seen through the results so far that West Wickham have got quality. We know it. We know they're going to be up there. Um, but Sydenham had been churning out these results. Yeah. Other than a little blip, I think they lost in the cup and then drew, um, which we were surprised at. But I thought West Wickham would nick it. I just had a feeling that they're on a really good run and everything was set up for them. But to go and win three now um, looks very comfortable. I don't know how the game went, obviously, but yeah, West Wickham tails will be right up now, and they've put themselves right in that. Yeah, they've been, on, they've been really steady for the whole season. Not really up and down, no, no real blips. Uh, 
in form, especially in the league. So it's, it'll be interesting to see that division now. We did we did say it was going to be tight. Um, other teams were in our minds <coughs> when we said that. Uh, West Wickham weren't, weren't really in the picture as far as we were concerned before the season started. Yeah, nobody really spoke much about them. No. Um, and yeah, they've just got about the business. But yeah, they're definitely on everyone's radar yeah. now. That, that has put them on, on the radar massively. Well done, boys. Uh, great set of lads and a real good um, match day down there um, at West Wickham. Um, on the, in the third division, House did one, Petswood Old Boys. Sorry, House did four, Petswood Old Boys one. Uh, House did back to winning ways after a quiet couple of weeks or quiet last week. Um, and Manor would win again four two against Kingsdale. We put this in as one of our uh, results of the week. Uh, what a great season for Manorwood. Yeah, that's great for them. Um, <clears throat> I wouldn't. Not, I mean, last year nobody would have expected that result. No. Um, they would have got battered last year by Kingsdale. Yeah, they would have, especially the Kings. Uh, this time of the year when Kingsdale were flying, absolutely, that would have been a result of the week, kind yeah. of, on the opposite way. Yeah, um, Kingsdale haven't been as good as what they were ever since really the turn of uh, this year, calendar year. But Manorwood just showing how far they have come. Got themselves to a cup final. They've picked up wins and draws here and there when they were losing heavily most weeks. Um, so that's just another sign of their progress for me. Yeah like to see that well done boys uh, the last game in the third division was New Beckenham 7 Crayford Arrows 2 and that's a massive result that Crayford Arrows side as we talked them up have got some real good individual players 4 or 5 decent players and New Beckenham scoring goals for fun Chris McGinty nicking 4 again yesterday um, they're going to do bits now aren't they <coughs> yeah and they, again they had a little blip was it last week they lost was it the, I can't remember was it the one that beat them but the yeah, we know they've got quality from the people they've brought in, which we've said for the last few weeks now, but we know Crayford Arrows are a very good side in Division 3. And so to win 7 2, I mean, if it had been 3 2, 4 2, it probably wouldn't have been result of the week, but to go and put 7 by them yeah. is a bit, something a bit more special. Top result, well done, boys. Um, AFC Quirden Town Reserve 6, Broccoli Reserves 3. Well done to Bro- uh, Quirden Town Resis. I don't think it's been a very enjoyable season uh, for you, boys so far uh, Crayway losing again this time 4-2 to Ellis Athletic Crayway really struggling to get going this season um, mm-hmm. looked like they were on the verge of, of building something really good last year uh, they've gone up Have they, they've gone up yeah they went up from 5-4 to four. and uh, seem to be struggling a little bit uh, FC United of Bromley 5 Ministry of Ball 4 good win for the uh, United of Bromley boys and the Warren 2 Hatch and Beckham, Beckenham Manor 3 they're flying the Hatch and Flag at the moment they are uh, they're doing the business they got a good game against Bexley United this coming Sunday um, but Division 5 Benhurst 2 Kingsdale Reserves 3 Kingsdale Reserves going well uh, Benhurst not getting uh, the wins that they got last year they got a few last year um, I haven't seen any of that so far this year from the boys uh, Inter Milne 1 FC Peak 1 Mark Strong Memorial uh, sponsored FC Peak uh, London, uh, South London Spartans three, Auburns and Colts five. Come on, the Colts, you're back, baby. That's your first <laughs> one for a while, isn't it? Yeah, the Celt curse has lifted. <laughs> Thank fuck for that. Uh, Tudor Sports Rangers two, Hawksbrook Wanderers one. Tudor Sports Rangers having a good little run at the moment. Yeah, they're a decent little side. Yeah. Uh, Paul Pickard, uh, Metro Gas Neil Rocker Seniors two, Metro Gas. Who upset someone? Oh, do you know what? Oh, have we got any cup draws this week? 
No cup, Joss. Oh, fuck that, I'm gone then. That's just shite. Um, <laughs> yeah, Metrogas clearly need us to do the cup draws for them because they've had an absolutely horrendous time yet. Yeah, I the think cups. they play another senior side this week. I think they've got Kenningwell this week. So, <laughs> just uh, to get any easier, doesn't, doesn't it? doesn't get any easier for them. Um, in the Jack Standen, Club Langley nil, Bexley United one. Now, we have to give Bexley United a bit of a shout out here because they are going steady now this year. They're looking better than last year and they're getting some good wins I'm not conceding a lot of goals either no they're keeping it tight 1-0 to the yeah. Bexley should be the to be the cry Dean, Dean's turned into George Graham oh, the- Jose Mourinho <laughs> um, yeah yeah that's a good result for Bexley like Very you said, they've picked up a few results um, they've got a, a winnable but tricky tie um, this weekend so yeah. they'll be looking to I say build a bit of momentum but God knows how long football's going to last for but yeah they're, they're going alright at the moment Bexley well done boys um, Hayes Old Boys nil, Italia Wastels eight. Mamma mia, mamma mia! I I always like seeing a West, big Wastels win because I know how um, how they've struggled to keep that club going. I know they wouldn't let it fold, but um, last couple of years it's been touch and go. Um, so I'm I'm happy for the Italia Wastels boys. You should celebrate clubs like them. Let's get on with the Croydon results. So, the quota municipal results for yesterday. Uh, <laughs> straight into... Oh, he's brought the fucking that. animals. We don't do that anymore. <laughs> Tried that one before. Uh, Michael Donovan, Prem Division. Uh, Batsy Ironside, three. Croydon, FC, three. Two teams visited. Uh, Batsy Ironsides in the last two weeks and nicked points. Yeah, Not such sweet. an ominous away day now. No, it doesn't seem so. And uh, you've got to defeat probably a bit closer, maybe. Maybe they have a waiter's would have got a win, but um one shed. Um, probably that fair. Elaborate one shed. I'm I'm sitting <laughs> yeah. two two point one metres away from you and I kinda hear what you're saying. That's that's very good, isn't it, Roger? Yep. Croydon JFC two Spartans five Spartans back to winning ways yeah, uh, after their draw last week Sparta yeah, looks like they're warming up nicely for Saha this Sunday so. yeah they're at home to uh, Saha this coming week really good game yeah. early title deciding six pointer uh, PSG one Santos 92 uh, they can continue to uh, get points yeah. keep points unbeaten now in November and December PSG yeah PSG PSG uh, well done, boys. Starting to uh, look like they're putting a little run together. Uh, and Saha 7, Sanders did 1. How do you feel about the uh, the big, the first team in your club doing that to your committee friend? Was that Roger? Yeah. Uh-uh. Russell, Roger, Russell. I can't, I Ru- more Russell, yeah, Russell. Russell. Yeah, Don't say what you said last week, Jamie. <laughs> what, fuck Russell? I'd never say that again. That good result for the first team, um, yeah. and by all accounts, uh, I think Russell even said as well, it could have been sort of 12, 13, okay. so hard with just that good on the day. Yeah. I think the size of the pitch took um, someone to by surprise a little bit, um, but it plays right into Sahar's, and they've got ball players all over the pitch. Yeah. Sorry. They can hurt teams. I'm not having that. The size of the pitch took them back. What, did they turn up with blindfolds on or something? <laughs> well, they played. Like, surely uh, the, fight, the first whistle you go. Hey boy, this is quite a big pitch. I mean, let's fucking 
much yeah, no doubt for that. You can't, you can't do it. These are quality players that they're playing against um, some ex-professional footballers and, and boys that are doing doing the absolute business. And if you're, if you're only used to playing on a, a smallest pitch, which I think is You're used to it, but you're still aware that the pitch is bigger when you turn yeah, up. I just think the way, you, the way your team, your spacings with your teammates, you're so used to it being... A certain way, and if it if if it changes because of a big pitch, it can throw. I think that's a, off. a terrible excuse for my referee. But carry on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, me and Roger getting one point for the Saha and Sanderstead result. We both guessed the Saha win. Uh, Russell going with a draw, so he gets none. Uh, that was the only game to survive uh, the predictions last week, unfortunately. Um, so one point each this week, Rog. Yeah. Uh, Division one. Chelsea Athletic three, uh, five, FC Centurions three. Chelsea nice putting a little run together. Yeah, sort of find their, finding their feet now. Yeah, sort of, sort of a bit of a dodgy start. Yeah, couple of wins in a row now, um, going well. Um, you can see what team predicted them to do well this season. Yeah, I think they they've got a tough game against you boys on on Sunday. Oh, <laughs> so it'll be an interesting game that one. Uh, Cobbs against Woodside. Uh, 2-1 Woodside this one Cobbs technically unbeaten on the field um, for yeah. nearly two years or 18 yeah. months very strong side Cobbs very strong side losing only one due to playing an ineligible player in one game um, Woodside with a really good win that's a good win for Woodside they have had, they've got they seem to have the potential to, to have that type of result regularly yeah they've got some good players and I'm surprised that it's you know I'm surprised it's not clipped from this season I expected them to be to be further up the table um, I'm surprised they beat Cobbs. I thought Cobbs might have run right at uh, Woodside. So, you know, well done to Woodside. Um, hopefully, they can get their season back on track and put the run together. The next one is uh, Southside Blues against Sahar 11 3 no, all yeah I know What's the, what was the tail of the tape on that one I think the fact that we haven't played for five weeks um, helped Southside Blues I'm honest I mean that's no disrespect to them because yeah. they, they played well sounds like disrespect to me <laughs> no sounds like um, a Bob Dylan song don't it? Blues. <laughs> yeah it does doesn't it, it? Does. no they played well to be fair to Southside, Southside Blues they stuck they they, they They've got one way of playing and they stick to it. What, uh, Tony Pulis? You said long ball, <laughs> You're bad mouth. There's nothing wrong with Route 1 football. If it gets your results, there's nothing wrong with it. Um, but yeah, they, they took the early leads um, through it. Did you let them? N- n- I think my goalie did, if I'm honest. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. Roger's out to it. Jose. He's done a Jose on his goalkeeper. But, um, I thought he was on top for long parts of the first half. But we went the goal down, uh, managed to get an equaliser. Um, and then they went up again. They scored Southside Blues um, again. Another, another sort of dodgy save for my keeper. Oh, the um, keeper! Yeah, I'm going in on him. <laughs> what, what's your keeper's name, Roger? That, I, I, you don't I even remember. know. Do he's a ringer? <laughs> so it sounds like he'll be playing for Sahara Eight. Yeah. <laughs> Under twenty <21s. laughs> Um yeah, and then the third goal was was the worst of a lot of Southside Blues' third goal. Um, is that the keeper's fault? <laughs> well, when you listen to this, it will be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the player sort of, I don't know if it was a shot or a, or a, or a clearance, but he sort of toe-punted the ball and the wind sort of got hold of it. And it was going right down the goalie's throat. And instead of catching it or pushing it away, he tried to punch it one-handed and it sort of punched it into the net and <laughs> so that's the keeper's fault that was the keeper's oh, fault right. oh, <laughs> what's your um, what's your doing Thursday night 
Uh-huh. What's he doing Thursday? His keeper. I'll tell him, do you want his number? <laughs> <laughs> For the opposition. Um, and then, yeah, we got the equaliser. Um, both teams are sort of pushing for the winner. Yep. Um, and I think both teams had their chances to get a winner, but no one could take it. So I think a, a, a draw was probably a fair result on the day. Individual um, errors. Yeah, I think a striker uh, missed a few couple of decent chances, which only on another day would have scored. You're brutal. Um, <laughs> Keeper and striker's fault. I'm blaming it. I blame it on the, the fact that we haven't played for five weeks. Okay. Who have you got this Sunday? Uh, title, title rivals Chelsea and Athletic. Oh, that's your fucking team talk, done, isn't it? Stick it on and keep up. Yeah. Put yeah. <laughs> it higher for the Shake, shake your shake, let him have it. Yeah. Surely strike it on his left or his right. He's hopeless. Right, you're brutal, man. I never knew that side yet. That's like a proper Mourinho. Let's change the subject quickly. Division 2, Addiscombe Corinthians 3, Huxley Guards 2. Huxley Guards struggling to find any sort of uh, form so far this season yeah. uh, Corinthians would be happy with that one I think that's two wins on a bounce now for Corinthians yeah. and I, to be fair to them I think they started their pre-season later than, than most so okay. it looks like they sort of, sort of started to get warmed up now yeah well done uh, KFC 2 South London Royals 1 South London Royals since the uh, Sports King debacle have gone down they seem to have yeah. got better. They only lost 2-1, weren't they? <laughs> 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 they were talking uh, about 26-0s in that at the end of the season. 2-1 is a result, mate. KFC, they're, they're, they're a decent side. They've, they've, um, yeah, got some good players, KFC. Yeah. KFC could have scored a bucket load of goals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Division 3, FC 25-1, uh, Addington United 0. Uh, not as many as... Uh, many people would have fought for the no. 25 boys Addington seemed to be um, the basement mm. boys in Division 3 um, so only to keep uh, FC 25 to score in only one uh, made a good of a count themselves on the day mm-hmm. well done to FC 25 on a win uh, South London Royals reserves one Surrey Park Rangers one uh, a good result again for the for the uh, South London Royals reserves yeah. who are more than carrying the rest of the club at the minute they are yeah they're doing well in the division I think they're sort of fourth I think in, in division three so they're yeah, doing well um, keeping the pressure up on the boys above them John's boys doing the business that's yeah. vicious tongues eh? it's about, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and in the league challenge cup round one fixture uh, South Sea Wanderers the Sharks, the Sharks. Of, of the quarter municipal three Dynamo Duppers nil. A wonderful free kick scored. Yeah, I just, on, I just on, saw that on, uh, on, on social media. On social media, yeah. Uh, can't can't uh, say anything other than that. He whipped it straight into the uh, the top, top bins, the top yeah. left. Mm. Great free kick. And they proper sharks. Yeah, well, yeah. We might put my foot in it. Yeah, they are. Are <laughs> they kingfisher standard sharks? I don't know. He doesn't know. He doesn't know kingfisher. Oh, we'll get we'll get to them in a minute. Sharks. We'll get to them in a minute. Uh, let's get on with the Westfer. Uh, uh, let's get on with the Westfer results so the Westfer results for yesterday Gibbs just check that mic for us mate check that was a screechy one wasn't it that was a very screechy one gargle some sand or something (laughs) (laughs) got a rough throat today mate Mm. So rough throat. The Prem Division. Been only on one, the haggis. Only one mm-hmm. game in the Prem Division. Peckham Rye one. Jam nil. What Yay. a game! Tell us a bit. Tell us a bit about the game. 
three points. <laughs> I'm going off Roger's stunts. Three points, we won. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a good game to be fair. Um, both teams had chances either end. We started off, we had a couple of good chances. Um, Jam came into it, they had two or three good chances as well. Um, denied a penalty. Um, linesman changed the um, said it wasn't a penalty for uh, the ref give. Um, what a goal save off the line, Simbin, yellow cards, red card. To be honest, it had everything, and then we scored in the last five minutes um, a great whipped in ball by Micah and um, yeah went straight in to be honest and uh, we got the points um, but a tough game though obviously they beat us last time so we was happy to um, avenge that and then get three points back on the board which moved us up the league any win against Jam is is, is well earned you're always in a tough yeah. game with him it was a tough it was a tough day at the office but you know what the whole team from back to front like, I just I couldn't fault any of them they all like literally wore their heart on their sleeve yesterday left it all out there well done, boys. Uh, in the senior, Abwood Argyle Neil Sporting Club Thamesmead ninety nine. Wow, that is a shellacking. Wow, if ever I've seen it. Do you think I don't know much about Sporting Club Thamesmead, but do you think now um, maybe a lot of Saturday football's cancelled? Maybe Saturday players are coming to play for Sunday teams, or when yeah, not, when it, might, not it might be the case. Injuries? But I think if you look at if you look at their starting elevens now to. September, but there's not that much change. No, definitely not. But I mean, if you get like that, say like two or three players in your squad that Maybe. normally play Saturdays, it can make a, it can make a good dif- a big difference. Maybe uh, I I know the uh, I don't think they'd be adding lots of no. even that much. But I mean, still they've been having a good season so far. Abu oh yeah, they, they seem a quality side off their results. So I'm just I wasn't saying them, but just in general, like oh, yeah, but, with, oh, that, with that result in in as well. Do you know, probably. I mean, I don't know. Um, I don't. Uh, I, I'm not. I mean, it, it could be the other end of the spectrum that Abby would have got players that live in Tier Three that couldn't play, so maybe. they could have been short on numbers. Yeah, maybe. Um, and lost a couple of their better players. So maybe it's a surprising result to see them win that much. It's not a surprise yeah. result to see Sporting Club turns me ninety win. Um, that's they've no, been doing that not. regularly, but nine nil. Uh, points that something perhaps wasn't quite right with Abuud Argyle yesterday yeah, and Sporting Club Thamesmead had a good day so uh, but that was a blinder uh, well done to Sporting Club Thamesmead that was one of our um, results of the week uh, yesterday uh, Burridge Blues win again 4-2 this time against Northern Eagles Old Burridge Blues are doing really well, isn't yeah, they? They're they very consistent. So, yeah. you know what it is? Probably winning breeds confidence, and that makes everyone keep showing up every week. And obviously, they've got the good players we know on their day to to beat anyone. And, um, that's and those and those better food. players, those better players from Burridge Blues probably aren't playing on a Saturday. No, so they're as well. Probably, so they're injury free and ready they, to go Sunday yeah, morning. They didn't turn up every week for Burridge Blues last season or the one before that. But now they're probably getting their minutes yeah. and keeping themselves ticking over. They got the, the big John Amara playing centre after forty year old, so they must be doing something right. Probably controlling games, just playing probably the the way football should be played. Play what's in front of you, you know. Exactly. Uh, FC Royals three, Falconwood two. Great result for Royals. Big result after a wobbly couple of weeks, few weeks either side of um, the, the second lockdown. Uh, mm-hmm. Winning against Falconwood, they just Falconwood are a good side, and, and uh, as we say, any team that plays against them is going to have to grind out a win. And Rolls have obviously done that, um, so they've done a double over them now, haven't they? Yeah, so they that's that's no um, easy easy game. So no. fair play to Rolls, six points on that. Well done, a good win. Uh, in Division One, Mildeen one, Footscray Lions one. Uh, Footscray Lions missed penalty, uh, and a Tony Tony Rawlings. Screamer, he said he was happy with, with his goal for Mildred. Is it them new flash boots here? <laughs> yeah, those yellow <laughs> boots he's got. Uh, me and Gibbs scoring nothing for this one. He was on singing all about the place, wasn't he? Yeah, <laughs> Mark Dolby getting one point with his prediction of two all. Um, we got nothing. 
Ooh. Uh, if, what did you? Who did you have? Or who did I? Have? I had. I've, we went a win either way. Oh, okay. I think. Uh, did I back Mildine three two or Footscray three two? I can't remember, but we didn't get any points. Uh, AFC Kingfisher one Granite three. Uh, Granite are on their way. They're looking good in Division Mate, they Two are now. A tough, tough yeah, team. They are, they are rock hard solid. to beat. Rock solid. Um, Phoenix Knights nil. Albertson Eagles two. Oh come on, the Eagles! Dan's favourite. I told um, you about the them, didn't I? Once they set into their groove, mate, they're going to upset teams. They're going to get points. That's good for them. Well, one one point each for me and Gibbs, and nothing for Mark Dolby on his predictions last week. Uh, Red Velvet three, Petswood Senior Vultures one. Good big uh, big win for Red Velvet. Um, they'll be pleased with that one. Well done, boys. Uh, in Division Three, Alberton Athletic two, Eltham Lions three. Good win for the Lions. Yeah, great game. And we've, we've always said as well before, Elton Lions are uh, a good, strong, young side. So um, that's that's a good three points for them and probably much needed as well. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, where were we? Uh, SEL three, Junior Red Sports seven. Um, that is not... That's not Ed Sheeran. No, they're back to winning ways. Uh, big win against Cell. Well done, boys. And the People's three, Mottenham Forest one. Um the people's putting that cup win against Sid Cup behind them, beating struggling uh, Mottenham Forest in Division 4. Well done to Kai and the lads. Good win for them. Good win. Uh, yeah, that first win after a, a loss like last week uh, is important and you need to get confidence. Oh, back. yeah, rebound straight away. It yeah. shows it shows resilience in the team, not feeling sorry for yourself, you know. Just exactly. go again and see what happens. Exactly. In Div 5, uh, AFC Beckenham 6, Jamero 1. Great result. I was gonna. You was gonna get it out, then I tell. <laughs> uh, good win for Beckenham. It's not been a fantastic season for them so far. Um, but that'll be a confidence-boosting win against um, a, uh, a strong Jamera, a hard team to play against. Uh, in Division Five, Red Star Northfield four, FC Barker three. <laughs> Barker uh, losing against the Sharks of Division Five. Yeah, Red Star, I think, of um, the way they're looking, when they come up against Eltham, it's going to be, I think, whoever wins their games will uh, will take that league, to be honest. They're, two, they're very strong sides. That even Barker, Eltham and Red Star, all at the top there. But Red Star looking like the red-hot favourites, and they were the players yeah. they've got and the results they're getting. Yeah. But mind you, though, three goals from Barker, it shows their credentials as well. They've had a decent um, season, Barker. They've, they've they shouldn't be too, don't be too upset with that. No, I mean, Red, red Star, Star have been beating teams by many more goals than that. Yeah. So for them to... Um, only lose four three as they can hold their heads up high and move it on. Exactly. Uh, in Div Six, the King of Hearts Media Productions Division Six. The best division. The second best division in Westfar. The best. Uh, Draper Close seven. The People's Reserves three. Go on, Joe. What a win for Draper. We like Draper wins, but the People's FC are getting their reserves are getting battered every week. Under new management, well, joint management now as well, and under- players. Under, well, I mean, there's been no bounce in the last couple of weeks. I know the Crayford Athletic 9-1 loss against higher opposition. And what um, was it yesterday? 7-2? 7-3 yesterday. So, well, there's positives. They've scored two more goals and conceded two less. <laughs> so, they can build on that. Do you know what I mean? See, Roger, you need to be this fucking positive, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Find the positive, Roger, and uh, build on it. But Draper close. I think that puts them uh, certainly in the top three of the division uh, now. I'd like to see them do well, Draper, you know. Yeah, It'd be such an achievement for Joe as well. It was a bit yeah. drippy there. Um, 
We've got a leak at Soap Towers. He's just called you a drip. He's called you a drip. The gazebo has fucking caved. Lewisham Athletic is naught. The King Sharks. The King Sharks. Five. Absolutely disgusting. Yeah, Dave. absolutely disgusting, Dave. You yeah. should be in the senior at least with that squad. It's looking like they're going to have a very successful. How can season. they beat one of the title rivals? Five zip. I know. Five zip. That's how it goes. Hold your heads. Uh, our ladies seniors three, Highfield Rovers one. There's two losses on the bounce now for Highfield Rovers. That hasn't happened for a long time. Uh, certainly not this season. I don't think. So I think just a bad day at the office yesterday just for high, just for Highfield to be fair. You you yeah, normally right. that's a good result for our lady and take nothing away from them, but the form that Highfield have been on, you would have kind of expected them maybe to uh take the three points there. But um fair play to our lady. Fair play and sporting club turns me Spitfires five. Fighting with reserves four. Uh, the Sharky that is a great result that's come a on. real good result let's give Steve a clap come it's on good, well done. it's a good win that is a great result Falcon would have been all guns blazing yeah. with the reserves with some real good players in there they have. and Spitfires have come out I think they was actually losing and in the last few minutes they've turned it round so to show that even losing a game and they're still going they're not just taking the defeat is a, is a great strategy to a mental it's ability good. it's good and they, that was one of our uh, results of the week so well done to the lads for that has, um, it has to be no game next week as yet I don't think for the boys so um, it'll be them going into Christmas with a win Spitfires <laughs> in Division 7 <laughs> the, Self- fire, eh? <laughs> the Silk Grassroots Podcast Network Division 7 the best division the in West second West. best division the best division uh, Avery Hill Athletic 1 Sid Cup 1 Sid Cup not able to uh, keep the winning run going well uh, either side really because they both came off for good wins last week didn't they yeah that's true so so Probably maybe a, a draw cancelled each other out. Yeah, maybe they both take a draw, perhaps. Uh, beginning of the day, uh, Intercross three, Sporting Greenwich one. Boo! Who Intercross? Uh, uh, Intercross. Lesser FXI five, Greenwich Hotshots one. What that, a result! That Come Lesser on. FXI turned up yesterday. They just need to be so much more consistent with yeah. that with that level of um, ability. What they brought out yesterday, obviously, to get a five-one win. Against a good side. Yeah, against a good Greenwich side. Hot Greenwich Hot Shots are no pushover. No. Nah. And um, they've turned, they've got 5-1 against them, do you know? Get that team out every week. They can challenge in that league. Uh, Villacourt 2, Catholic Club 3. Villacourt pushing uh, the the Sharks of Division 7 all the way. In a way, you could kind of say that that is a, a good result for Villacourt. I know they lost, but Catholic Club have been scoring lots of goals and not conceding very many. So, like you say, to push them all the way to the wire at 3-2, is uh, it's, there's positives to build on there. Definitely. Uh, in the Plumsy Challenge Cup Footscray Lions White 2 Junior Reds Athletic 5 that's bad that's Eddie Sheeran's team isn't yeah, it I bet bagged, he scored 4 he bagged a couple yesterday I think did he uh, Chimera Reserves nil. Shooters Hill Spartans 4 well done Spartans uh, Rising Talents 2 Crayford Arrows 3 Crayford Arrows are doing really well that they? they've had result. some cracking results that was a good result we just missed out on um result of the week um, they didn't understand why um, I'll leave for you to to explain well you didn't uh, make results of the week because I didn't pick it <laughs> yes you did no I'm saying I didn't pick them that's why they didn't make it <laughs> oh okay <There's> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> just looking at other teams results if you don't make it it's nothing it's not personal it's just when you look at say teams like Lesser that don't 
um, or Spitfires that maybe haven't won a game in a long while and they've played good opposition and they've turned and they've turned that into a win um, or even like um, the reserves beating a team from Division 2 in the Cup you have to take them and not everyone can make um, result of the week we can only pick four so as good as people's results are it's just really it's only a matter of opinion it's not saying that you, you should have won or you're shit or you're this or that it's just an opinion that's all it Don't is. Get offended. It's just an opinion. And appreciate everyone listens and appreciate everyone wants to be a result of the week. DM me and I'll put you in next week. <laughs> he charges 20 quid. <laughs> uh, under the radar, six. Willage, 90 nil. Yep, let's move on. Uh, an unsurprising win for the under the radar boys. Yeah. Um, in the leader trophy, uh, Rustlers, eight. South Ballers, average one. <laughs> South Ballers. <laughs> Nearly my eight two. Oh, one. I don't think we got one this week. All right, come on, South Joes. Keep building, mate. Keep going. You can. You can do good. Swappy Joes. Average. Average Joes. But they're they're doing all right. Come on. They're, at least they're turning up. Oh, every no, week. Eight, one. Yeah, but they're, they're turning up. Do you know. Nah, what I mean? you can't as nice is almost as bad as I'm surprised at the size of the fucking pitch. Come on. <laughs> come on, South Average Joes. Get a win this week. Come on. We'll give you a result of the week next week. In the Lenware Memorial Trophy, be young stars three. Newcross Rovers eight after extra time three all at the end of yeah 90 and minutes. I think uh, Young Stars were winning three two and um, I think they got an equaliser Newcross in the last minute okay and then to go on and uh, keep up the pressure and to score eight um, I know we give them some stick but after what B Young Stars done last week to Royals and they would have been on a high as well from that probably um, full of enthusiasm and confidence you've got to say that Newcross have done a cracking job on them there to be fair to yeah. score to score eight past them yep. Um, another one who was upset and not getting result of the week under, well Mike understands but under new management him and, him and Charlie Packets are doing well do you know what I mean they can't deny that for them so we give him a pat on the back and we applaud them um, even Danny King he's settled there and he's, he's in goal well, I know three, we give a lot of three more goals conceded yeah we give people stick but oh, but fair play to them no 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 I'm not, I'm not going to give them no stick this no, week no, no. I give them stick every week <laughs> has he had a word no 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 yeah. <laughs> he said I could have easy fixtures after Christmas oh, okay. <laughs> uh, in the Jewish Shield Bulltark 7 Spring Hill Old Boys 1 uh, unsurprising result it is unsurprising we thought Bulltarks would have run away with that but again I'm going to see the positive in this for Spring Hill Old Boys they scored a goal against a very good a very good side so keep that positive mentality and keep going true uh, they play uh, I bet Chris was in charge wasn't it we ain't give Chris no stick for ages well, he's, he's <laughs> Chris you water boy what the fuck did you do to that water yesterday <laughs> no. you've killed them come on 7-1 what have you done yeah he's managing he's, t- he's set the tactics yesterday yeah. probably, probably went like four up front against uh, mate, four he probably went four, he went one at the back <laughs> rush goalkeeper and two in midfield they that's were, what he's done they were hydrated to the max though yeah, the game, yeah. That's he's, he spiked the water he spiked the water that's what he's done uh, Beacons three Welling Park Spartans four uh, Welling Park on the back of their cup win last week uh, getting past Beacons uh, Beacons can score but they do concede we know that that we could say that every single week uh, light flashes then it dims yeah, and it flashes yeah. yeah it's about a 30 watt at the moment isn't it <laughs> 25 soft soft sort of soft <laughs> yellow 30 watt uh, Dancing Albion 4 Meridian Sports 5 Meridian Sports bouncing back uh, with a good win against impressive Dancing Albion uh, Dancing Albion on their day are a good side that's Mer- a great result for Meridian Meridian brushing off their cup loss surprise cup, cup loss to some uh, last week with a good win well done boys <clears throat> uh, and our 
Last game is Forza 1, Peckenry Reserves 3. Come on, all right! Peckenry Reserves in the 5th Division, beating 2nd Division, Forza Greenwich 3-1. When he said, lads, that he wasn't going to back Forza, he had his fingers crossed behind his back. That's what happened. He's really backed them. He said to me, I'm backing Forza for this one. But, um, always, not, back, by always the, back against Forza. By the sounds of it, it was a good, it was a good tight game to be fair. Um, and I think there was a, there was a penalty in it for the reserves as well. So it, it was a tight game. It could I could have gone either way. Um, both teams had their chances. I hear so fair play. Do you know what I mean? And uh, we, they wish Forza all the best for the season. Well done, lads. Let's get on with the Alberton and Bromley fixtures. Having trouble tracking who can play and who can't. Download Down to Play before your next match. The first app to purely focus on player availability. Get Down to Play for free in the App Store and Google Play. So, a decent amount of fixtures this coming Sunday, the 20th of December, uh, in Elberton and Bromley. Um, we'll go through all the fixtures and we'll talk about our uh, games of the week. Uh, predicted Guest predictor this week, John White. Uh, and Jamie will go through his pitiful um, predictions so far this season not so good I, I, I don't know <laughs> I've lost interest in the predictions it was my idea oh. wasn't it way back in the first ever yeah. episodes and yeah. like, what a fucking stupid idea that was uh, in the first game it's a double banker Groundhopper's taking you know on what Bickley <laughs> taking it's a, it's a on, double basher <laughs> taking on Bickley uh, should be a really good game uh, both teams uh, will look for the six points on Sunday uh It'll be a good one. Get down to Sydenham and watch that one. Hopefully the rain goes away. Actually, when I've asked all of our guest predictors their scores this week, they all came back with eight P's. He in says the- rain go away. <laughs> down on the, on the roof. Uh, we, we, we hope we get some football this weekend. Uh, Groundhoppers Bickley will be a great one. Uh, Essie Dons play Lullingston. That one's always a classic. Always um, goals. And Lullingston have had the better of the Dons on at least one occasion. So that should be a good game. Uh, in the second division, X Blues Hurricanes play Broccoli and Royal Southwark play Greenwich Mariners after a rather disrespectful tag to their YouTube video. <laughs> Greenwich Marinated. Oh, you it? supported that as well. I thought it was funny. Oh, I can't lie. Jamie is a slur. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it's it was funny. As a neutral, I thought it was funny. But... As a no- oh, we're neutral now, aren't we? I thought we backed each other in it. Jamie, what do you reckon? Um, well, yeah, this is a game I've been given. We were meant to have Beckham Rovers in the okay. cup, but they've got COVID issues. I mean, you just don't want to lose that winning run. Basically, that's what's happened, yeah. as, as we can quite clearly see. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, we get Royal... I mean, that's <laughs> if it's on. I think they play down in Pinners, which, I mean, it's probably flooded now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, hopefully we can get a pitch, get the game on. Yeah, so it's one apiece. I mean, the friendly one we got doesn't count, so it's one apiece at the minute. Um, four one, either way. So aggregate scores. Or this is the decider. Um, <clears throat> hopefully, we'll get a couple of boys back that we were missing the last few weeks. Um, but yeah, but we know what they've got to offer. They're a very good team, and they knock the ball about really well. We just got to create them enough problems to get ourselves a good foothold in the game, and make sure we keep the back door shut. No silly mistakes at the back. Um, we've got a game on Thursday. Kind of get some more minutes in the legs as well. So yeah, looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. it should be good again just fingers crossed we get the game on uh, Sydney Sports welcome uh, DC football that could be that could be untidy. a massacre <laughs> it could be a massacre but then DC could pull a, a result out of the bag you never know um, with those guys 
maybe not. No, they won't. Uh, in the third division, Crayford Arrows play SMCA. Crayford Arrows looking to bounce mm-hmm. back after a pasting from New Beckenham on the weekend. Uh, and our first game of the week is Italia Wastils play Halstead United, both on the back of wins. Uh, Italia Wastils on the back of a massive win. Jamie, what, did, what, what were your thoughts on this one? Um, yeah, good game this. Two teams going all right in Division 3. Like you say, good wins at the weekend. Um, I think Italia Wastils are going to win, though. Go on. Um, I'm going to go 3-2 Wastils. 3-2 Wastils? Yes. Okay. Uh, I've gone 3-1 to Halstead. Halstead, Halstead, however you pronounce it. And John White has gone 4-2 to Halstead as well. Oh, balls Jamie. probably on the line here. You need to go against me at the minute, don't you, to catch yeah, up on the points. Uh, and the last game in the third division is Petswood Old Boys taking on Kingsdale. Kingsdale looking to get that win, uh, a win back after losing this weekend. Uh, in the fourth division, AFC Croydon Town Reserves play FC United Bromley and Petswood Ravens play the Warren. That should be a good game, uh, the Petswood Ravens against the Warren game. Uh, good luck there, lads. In the fifth division, AFC Wilgar play Inter Milne um, and the Colts play Benhurst. Come on, the Colts! Keep this win run going, boys! Two in a row, they're on for. They're, on, they're, on, they're against Benhurst. You've got to fancy the Colts on Sunday. You should think Wilgar will be strong against Inter Milne also. Two own wins there in Division 5 for me. Uh, in the President's Charity Cup, Broccoli Reserves play West Wickham. That could be a massacre. And Club Langley play Sporting Club Thamesmead. Um, if it rains, that won't be on. If it <laughs> continues to rain, should I say. Um, Ellis Athletic play Crayway. And our second game of the week, a really intriguing one this. Hatch and Beckenham Manor against Bexley United. Sharky, Hatch and Beckenham Manor taking on steady Bexley United this season. Where did you go on this one, Jamie? I'm my first again, man. I'll, I'll go. I went yeah. two one, two one, two one. Hatch and Beckenham Manor. Um, they've got some good. They've got some excellent forwards, uh, and probably should be playing in the same division as Bexley as as a minimum in my in in my thoughts uh, based on that quality. Uh, but I think Hatch and Beckenham Manor might nick a win uh, against Bexley United. Go um, yeah, I'm going to go. Obviously, got to go against you. I think Bexley will win. Okay. Um, not conceding a lot of goals as we said not scoring too many though which yeah kind of makes my prediction sound a bit daft but I'm going to go 3-2 Bexley United ok completely against your analysis yeah, you i got to do something fair enough and uh, John White has backed his boys to win 3-2 uh, good luck to both teams a lot of time for both teams there uh, Lesser Albion play Thameside Albion that could be a real good game and Manorwood play Kingsdale Reserves again Kingsdale Reserves going quite well this season and Manorwood uh, on fire it's, it's, it's fair to say so that would be a good game um, our third game of the week is Ministry of Ball taking on Croydon Town John White has gone for a 4-2 uh, Ministry of Ball win I've gone for a 2-1 Croydon win and Jamie I'm going for a bigger Croydon win um, after what you said obviously looked like a decent side on uh, Sunday just there uh, I don't think Ministry of Ball will put up as good a resistance as what Hacienda would have and Croydon still nicked a couple of goals there yep. so I'm going to go 4-1 Croydon 4-1 Croydon for J-Dog ok New Beckenham play Jesus Sports Rangers <laughs> uh, New Beckenham play Judy Sports Rangers 
Uh, that should be a real good game. New Beckenham scoring goals for fun and Tudor, Tudor Sports Rangers enjoying themselves so far this season. Uh, in the Paul Pickard, uh, Elmstead play Portland. It could be a potential banana skin for the Portland boys. Uh, Elmstead have more than held their own uh, so far in big games this season. I think Elmstead will win that. Do you think they'll win yeah, it? Yeah, I think they'll win it by a goal. They could do. Portland uh, confidence could be low after a battering on on the weekend. Um, uh, Elmstead. Oh, Can we make that game of the week? If Elmstead when I get twenty points. <laughs> no, definitely not. Shaking yourself, aren't you? Uh, I'm happy with the. I can I can sit on that gap at the minute for the rest of the season and beat you. I think <sighs> you're a terrible poker player. <laughs> Farnborough reserves play Lambeth All Stars. Um, John White has gone five one to Lambeth All Stars. <laughs> oh, that's just such a cliche, <laughs> isn't it? Shouldn't you, you say the, you don't even get to say All Stars at Lambeth five one? Just five one. <laughs> um, I think it will be 4-0 to Lambeth 4-0 to Lambeth I was going to go 4-1 no do you know what I'll stick with 4-1 because Famba good very good side so I'll give them a goal sorry Matt but yeah 4-1 to Lambeth for me I've gone 4-2 to this one for same reasons of yours but um, I don't know if they'll take so it's the way that they've been falling behind in games so if they start yeah. slow Famba I've got some very very good players yeah, going forward no, that, that will have to be Famba's tactic and um, you know you're not exactly um letting a secret away that uh, Lambeth have started slowly uh, in games recently if Farnborough can get out the traps with players like Steve Townsend uh, and really um, push him what an opportunity for him like I know he's a, he's a very very good player but when he's playing against a team at Lambeth who are like all the superlatives that they get thrown at them on so, uh, social media and stuff we all know he's a great player but what a, go- a chance for him to go against probably the best team around at the minute yeah. and really cement and make a name for himself absolutely um, hopefully the pitch holds up at Farnborough um, that, that would be a fantastic fixture um, yeah, and what, what, a, what an opportunity for some of those Farnborough boys to uh, start being spoken about by the wider by the wider sort of content creators of um, who, who are talking about Sunday League football um, not if he notches by the way on Sunday I'm taking the credit for that okay, you can take the nothing to do with his incredible ability <laughs> uh, Hatch and Vista play uh, Rocker Seniors um, Rocker Seniors winning 2-0 this weekend against Metrogas and Kenningwell play Metrogas doesn't get any easier for Metrogas they must want to get this Paul Picard fix these Paul Picard fixes out the fucking way that's for sure um, and LSE Giants again play senior opposition this time Farnborough Old Boys Guild first team on the back of a win against Hatcham um, LSC dispatched on the weekend yeah it looks like they've got a dual signing in Rodgers goalkeeper at the minute <laughs> <laughs> um, so Farnborough another chance to go and get a very good away win for them and the last game of the Uberton and Bromley fixtures is the Wall against Hatcham upset could be would it be an upset it, it wouldn't be an upset at the moment I don't no, think things are going with it. Um, but yeah the wall home advantage very good side yeah I can see them winning that let's get on with the quarter municipal fixtures so the Croydon municipal fixtures for this coming Sunday Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's done it again <laughs> some opinions shared by our co-hosts on the show do not necessarily reflect those of the podcast uh, in the Michael Donovan Prem Division 
Bozjam play Croydon. Uh, Croydon could be strong favourites in that one, or they are strong favourites in that one. Yeah, I think so. Bozjam not doing the business very much this year. Yeah. I want uh, the rest of the league at the bottom of the table. Croydon JFC, welcome Batsy Ironsides. A rare away day for the Batsy boys in December. Yeah. Um, could be a good game. Oh, yeah. I think uh, so. Our first game of the week is Sandersted against Palace Saint-Germain. Palace, um, a win and a draw so far after the restart. And Sandersted with a draw and a heavy loss. Yeah. Where did you see this one going, Roger? I think it's going to be a good game. Um, be close... I want to say a draw, but I'm going to go for a PSG win. I'll say 2-1 to PSG. Is this Russell's team, Sam? Yeah. 2-1 to PSG. Um, I've gone for a 2-all, and we'll hear Russell's uh, predictions later on in his interview. Uh, Spartans against Saha. Tasty little fixture, this. Yeah, should be a cracker, this one. Uh, Russell, uh, I've gone uh, two, three. So, Saha to win. Ro- uh, Roger, are you going with your club mates? Or are you yeah, I've, yeah, I've got to, I think they've got the momentum now in the league um, off the back of a uh, off a big win at Sanderson. Yep. Um, although Spartans had a good win as well Sunday, I just think Saha will have a bit too much Yep. Um, for Spartans. I'm going to go with a 4-2 win to Saha. Where are they in the league? Saha top. Oh, that's Second. Oh, so it's top yeah, of the table. Top, yeah, top these, of the table. Are you yeah. much in it on points? I think there's two points in it. Um, mm. yeah. So tasty. Yeah. Just before Christmas. Mm, really good. Spartans and Saha, I think it's pretty much agreed are way above everyone else in the division. Yeah, I don't think there's no disrespect to, to the to the other teams in the division. I think it's just Saha and Spartans have taken it to another level this season with the signings they have. Where did they play, Roger Saha? Saha now play at the Crystal Palace, Crystal Palace National Sports Centre. Oh no, sorry, um, Spartans. Where do they play? They play their home games at uh, Nursery Road Rec in Wimbledon. Okay. God, some travelling to do in your league, isn't there? Yeah, Wimbledon's a de- that's a decent travel, isn't it? That's more Southern Sunday, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, the the counter pitches are slightly better over there than what okay. the Croydon ones are. Posh over there. Yeah. Uh, Division one, Lambeth Lions versus Cobbs. This is uh, other than the Spartans and Saha game. This is a real mouthwatering game. Yeah. Two teams haven't lost very often. Uh, no. Cobbs are on a good run of form, except for their loss against Woodside. They'll be looking to bounce back. Yeah. And Lambeth Lions. Um, everyone knows about the uh, talent they have to call on on Sunday yeah. morning. Would you reckon, much? Um. Another close game. I think Cobbs won early on in the season when they played, and there was a heavy, heavy win for Cobbs. Then I think it'll be closer this time, and I think I think Lambeth might nick this one. I'm going to go with three-two. Three-two to Lambeth. Three-two Lambeth. Is that a league game as well? League game. Yeah, well, these yeah. are all league games. Top two as well. No, they're not top two. No, they're. I think they're. I think they're third and fifth. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I've gone for a two-one Lambeth win as well. I just thought. Um, after the loss on the on Sunday for Cobbs, uh, Lambeth will go for blood and yeah, and uh, yeah. go for the big win. As I said earlier, we'll hear Russell's uh, guesses later. Uh, Saha eleven. Uh, Rogers boys play Chelsea Athletic fellow yeah. fellow um, title rivals or mm. chasers. What do you reckon, Mudge? I think it'd be a good game. Like we played them last first game of the season. It was three two to us. Yep. Um, so I think it'll be another close game again okay. um, I'm expecting my boys to bounce back 
um, after the disappointment Sunday. Yep. Um, but, but Chelsea will be very much up for it. Um, so yeah, it'll be a good game. I'm expecting, uh, uh, yeah, a cracker. Hopefully we can get the win this time. Let's see. Good luck. Uh, Southside yes. Blues versus Selsden Town. Um, and Woodside play FC Centurions into Division 2. Uh, Gold Coaching versus Addiscombe Casuals MMFC. Uh, Huxley Guards play Shirley. Up the Shirley. Up the Shirley. Uh, KFC play Sanderstead Reserves. That should be a real good game. So KFC yep. are playing Colonel Sanderstead. <laughs> 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 yes. Yes. Get all of your fried chicken pun needs from Gibbs. At the Silk Podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, South London Royals play Addiscombe Corinthians. Uh, that could be a tricky game for the South London Royals boys. Yeah. And in Div 3, Dunaway Duppers play Addington United. That could be a massacre. And our last game of the week sees South Sea Wanderers taking on FC 25. The Sharks against uh, Division 3. Uh, title favourites by some on Sunday I've gone 2-1 to South Sea Wanderers I'm expecting an upset where have you gone on this one Rog? I think South Sea are going to have too much for FC 25 Okay. Um, just by going off their previous results and their heavy scoring I think it'll be a high scoring game I'm going to go with 5-3 to South Sea 5-3 to the Sharks if they've got more set pieces in them like that one we've seen on stuff on social media yep. um, it will be a tough day for the FC 25 boys uh, the last game in Division 3 is Surrey Park Rangers taking on South London Royals Reserves in a re- flip reverse fixture from the one they played yesterday yep. um, more of the same expected maybe yeah, another so, yeah. home advantage this time to Surrey Park Rangers maybe that will be the difference uh, and in League one in the round one of the League Challenge Cup, uh, Addiscombe Casuals play Souls. Let's get on with the Westfa fixtures. So the Westfa fixtures for Sunday, the twentieth of December, the last one before Christmas, uh, and Advent Mighty Royals haven't even got a game. This is their time to shine, and they haven't got a game. They've got a game. They're playing yeah. the reserves in last season's semi-final. It's not on them. It's not. Where on do you get your research from? If come on, Andy. He's been caught out of where it goes on to the last season's full time, and you need to change it back. I oh. haven't put it on, so we won't be including that game in our fixtures. Oh, <laughs> unlucky. Apologies, I didn't look at the nine. I assumed at the end of December that all of the nineteen twenty games have been played. I do apologise. That's poor, Andy. Poor. <laughs> so first game this week is Advent Mighty Rolls. A, a, a cup semi final. <laughs> Advent Mighty Rolls against Peckham White Reserves. Uh, it could be a massacre. Are you playing? Am I playing? Go Depending play. on numbers, Mate, I might. Fucking terrible. We'll just play. I might, yeah, do you know what they only lost 2-1 to Elton last week and Elton have been beating teams haven't they still lost yeah they have been beating yeah, so teams point. definitely so um, they might be a much improved but I suppose it's on last season's squad so if they show up with 8 men they might put the kit on and have a <laughs> run out, you know what I mean? spray paint a set of shorts on I'm ready to go <laughs> <laughs> good luck to the and my boys in that one no we'll just start to go fund me and get you a pair of shorts uh, <laughs> But, um, <laughs> support people where we can. Oh, absolutely, of course. Uh, the nine, the 2021 fixtures now. Uh, the senior division, Blackfen and Erif play Falconwood. 
big game for Falcon Wood to bounce back. That's from the 16 17 season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I've clicked on the wrong tab again. Uh, FC Royals play Rising Talents. Good game. Northern Eagles play Sporting Club Thamesmead 90. Ooh. Could be a and long day for that for yeah, Northern Eagles. Could be. And Woolies 90 play Burridge Blues. Um, Sporting Club Thamesmead, Burridge Blues, and FC Royals, probably the three teams in that division you do not want to be playing not at, at the moment. Tough, tough games there. Wide open division though, isn't it? it to really be honest, is. and there's going to be some real good games after Christmas once them top teams start playing each other. Yeah, once the pitches sort themselves out and, all, and those fixtures looks like Jace or Mike, whoever's doing the fixtures, is saving them them ones up for later in the year. So I like that. Um, real good division. Uh, pleased to see uh, Burridge Blues in amongst it as well because um, I think Sporting Club terms me ninety and FC Royals could have run away with it uh, Falconwood probably lost a few too many against those boys now. yeah but they could still have a say in it though. they, they can have still a say, beat some of them definitely. top teams um, next year for Falconwood I, I feel personally um, in Division 1 Crayford Arrows play uh, Mightland Park Rangers uh, and our first game of the week sees Mildeen taking on Baltarks what a clash Ooh, what good. a clash yes. this is a <laughs> clash of style clash uh what do you reckon? Um, I am going to change my prediction, I think, originally. I see there being a lot of goals in this, you know. Okay. Uh, I think it's <clears> going to be a draw. I'm going to go high. I'm going to go 3-3. Three, 3-0. Three. Three uh, our guest predictor this week for Westville was Mark Dolby. He's gone 2 all. And I've gone against Mildeen, and I don't like doing that. Oh, badass. 2-1. 2-1. 2-1, close game. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I, I don't like backing against uh, Mildeen because they've got some some scary people playing for. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like a lot of the boys there, um, but our Baltarks have been a real good side this year, so I can see them nicking it. But it'll be a good game either way. In Division Two, AFC Kingfisher play New Cross. New Cross uh, on the back of two wins now, I believe, in in two weeks. Uh, starting to get chirpy again on on Twitter. <laughs> uh, AFC Kingfisher uh, a good side in Division 2 so that'll be a real good game uh, a B Young Stars play Elton Town a B Young Stars looking to bounce back after their loss and uh, Elton Town uh, didn't play this week so um, they'll be looking to uh, get oh, did they not? before Christmas How they, comes? they didn't play they didn't complete their game this oh, week well, uh, Auburn Eagles play Forza um Orbiton Eagles now. Got to back the Eagles again, ain't you? God, you have to back the Eagles. It's, it's Silk Rules not to back. Oh. Uh, so you actually want Forza to win. That's why you're backing Eagles. I'm backing the Eagles. Oof. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, Petswood Vultures play Granite. Granite going all guns. Yeah, they are. You know what? With, at the start of the season, I don't think we gave them the credit, maybe. And they have gone about their business nicely, haven't they? Yeah, they and they're have. turning teams over. You know what, though? Not like by high amounts of goals where eights and nines where you think oh fuck me they're sharking it but they're going nicely along like threes four ones three nils do you know what I mean they are I think people looked at their finishing position in the OBD SFL last year and thought that they weren't any good um, they've made some obviously good signings um, some players that play at a very good level um, but yeah they're just going about it yeah. they look very steady very consistent that's the way to do it uh, in division three uh, Borden Reserves play Alberton Athletic how many will Luke Berwick score this week? 
They didn't mm. play this week. So we should put, you should put out a poll about this. You know? <laughs> How many will Luke score this week? Well, but I think Crayford have been doing really well, though, haven't they? All Pinkton Athletic. Oh, all Pinkton Athletic. Oh, okay, Not so fair good. play. So, fair to Midland for them, boys. All right. Um, um, you probably got to say a ball and win. Maybe Luke with a couple. Yeah, I'll go for a ball and win. They've been good this season. Uh, Rustlers play Woolwich Royals. Woolwich Royals really starting to bite now on the shark yeah, fins. Yeah, they are. They went from baby sharks. We've just watched them mature into an adult shark now, haven't yeah. we? It's gone through a process. I don't, I'm not sure all of their players listen to the podcast, but um, whoever's in charge of the Twitter... Um, understands that this banter but they got a couple of bites last week from from sharking it so we'll keep that going just to wind those boys up Uh, Welling Park Spartans so you know at the end of the season can we give out a trophy to who we think was the biggest shark of the year no we can't because the team's already won it yeah but we could do our silk podcast shark of the year on the awards okay let's do that Uh, let's do that Uh, in each league in each league yeah Where's, where's the shark in Newbarton and Bromley? Probably Hatchin Beckenham. Hatchin Beckenham, of course, of course. What about you, Roger? In a Croydon? Uh, South Sea Wanderers. South Sea Wanderers, And Kingfisher Reserves. There's your winners. Congratulations. <laughs> not necessarily, not necessarily. <laughs> Woolwich Rolls. Uh, uh, Welling Park Spartans play Junior Red Reds Athletic. Uh, in Division 4, Danton Albion play Cell. And Martinham Forest play Junior Red Sports. Uh, our second game of the week is the Peoples against Shooters Hill Spartans. Shooters Hill, uh, did they beat them last time, or did Peoples beat them? Mm, I don't. I don't recall seeing Shooters Hill lose a, a lot of games. If I'm being honest, they lost a couple early doors in the season. Anyway, um, this is a return fixture of a game played pretty recently. I uh, see that the Peoples have got a lot of players out injured though, and they're having to bring a lot of players in. So that might go against them. Um, they must have not been able to of, find opposition because they're having to play fucking refs teams. <laughs> they're having to go uh, on the refs. have a maybe a high turnover of players. So will that gel quick enough with new players? Um, but well, if we, you've got to say it's going to be a tight game, to be fair. I'm going to say the Peoples, though, 3-2. 3-2 the Peoples? Yeah. Uh, I've gone 3-2 to Shooters Hill. Oof. And Mark Dolby is back in Shooters Hill as well. 2 1. Oh, so come away. There's Wait, your team talks. For the yeah. people. Where is it? For the people. Come on. <laughs> in Div 5, South London Athletic play Beacons. Uh, this week, South London Athletic will be looking to put the light out. And FC Barker <laughs> play Eltham FC. Oh, good. That's a tough game. It's a tough game. Both uh, challenging at the top of the league. In Division 6. Uh, the King of Hearts Media Production Division 6 the best division the second best division Draper Close the play best. Woolwich Common uh, Lewisham Athletic play Falconwood Reserves that'll be a good Ooh, game good game and Sporting Club Thamesmead Spitfires play the people <laughs> come on okay. they were Lewisham Athletic were supposed <laughs> to be playing <laughs> Lewisham Athletic were supposed to be playing Sporting Club Thamesmead they've obviously Sporting Club Thamesmead obviously had a home um, permit that what the Spitfires Getting, yeah I was supposed to be refereeing the Spitfires got a win Lucian didn't want to know that's what that's happens it, they bottled it they and you turn someone over 5-4 <laughs> speaks, oh, vo- speaks oh, volumes it'll be interesting to see uh, just the people's reserves have been getting beaten every week oh yeah face, I face reckon this would be 2-2 two for two for the Spitfires you know yeah. I reckon the Spitfires are going to get the win this week you'd have to back it you'd Mate, have to back it I'm going to say 5-1 the Spitfires I'm putting it out there okay you'll put it out there uh, in Division 7, the Silk Grassroots Podcast Division 7, Catholic Club play the Bosco. 
Uh, lesser FXI, I play Avery Hill. Ooh. And the game I'm on, and I'm so absolutely chuffed to be refereeing this team. Uh, Springle United Old Boys against Sporting Greenwich. Oh, <laughs> did you Chris to? is going to give you some stick at the side. I must have got a 60 recently. Give him some stick, Chris, at the side. <laughs> have you been demoted? That oh, if Chris is there, I'm, I'm happily going to send him to the clubhouse. Oh, yeah, send him off. As yeah. soon as he says, oh, come on, ref, because you know he likes to have a go, <laughs> give, him, give him the red. Say, look, sorry, mate. Yeah, that'll happen. Just to and give uh, him a fine. I'm, I'm so chuffed. I've, I've not managed to uh, ref Sporting Greenwich yet, and uh, hopefully. You uh, know, it'll probably be a nil-nil. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Villacourt played Greenwich Hot Shots in what looks like a real good game in Div 7. Two good teams. And in the Plumpsy Challenge Cup, our third game of the week, Red Velvet versus Jam. Ooh. Is it going to be sticky for Red Velvet? Red Velvet, they've been scoring goals and playing well. And obviously, we came, we played Jam yesterday. Um, Jam are very organised and they had a, a guy called um, Miles that played really well very tricky with the ball um, and they can play football I'm going to say it's going to be very close but do you know what? I'm going to say Jam 2-1 2-1 to Jam 2-1 to Jam um, I've gone 3-1 to Jam and Mark Dolby has gone 4-1 to Jam so no one giving uh, Red Velvet much hope I think it will be a tricky game for Jam but I just think that extra bit of quality will be the difference like you say players like Miles who are good on the ball yeah just that. he's going places man. yeah he's a good player <laughs> <laughs> where have you read that one no, I got it I got it I got it it just wasn't particularly good Ooh, Roger uh, laughed Hendo did uh, Abby Wood Argyle play um, Crayford Athletic that looks like a real good game uh, and our last game of the week is Eltham Lions against Red Star Northfield uh, Red Star the Sharks of their division and uh, Elton Lions starting to put some good uh, performances together and getting the results I've gone 4-1 to the Red Star boys however wow just the shark I think this will be a really good game to be honest Mark's gone um, 4-3 to Red Star what do you reckon I think it'll be I think it'll be close Um, because I'd say Red Star have probably got the older experienced heads and Belton will have the youth and the young lads um, and they're a strong physical side as well I am going to say I'm going to say 2-1 Northfield 2-1 to Red Star uh, in the Clinton Lindhurst Elliott Memorial Cup Sid Cup play Elton Lions Reserves and in the Mike Strong Memorial Cup Bexley Village Vets play Our Lady Seniors and uh, Highfield play the fucking Sharks do we hold much hope for Highfield? All right, are we? We've we got high hopes for Highfield. High, high, high hopes. You know what? Ronnie knows what he's doing. He's probably been resting players. That's why they lost the last couple. Probably getting <laughs> getting them ready for this game. Just a full sense of security. Do you think they got a chance? <sighs> Mate, anyone's got a chance. Sunday morning, Kingfisher could lose four or five players. <laughs> They'll have fire um, in their belly, Highfield, after two losses. Ronnie won't want to return to the type of form they had last year. The way they're playing, though, Kingfisher reserves, mate, and the scores, even to beat Lewisham 5-zip yesterday, yeah. it's, um, it's a bit... So it's, sharky. It is very sharky, and it's a bit hard on every team in their league when they come up against them, or even the teams challenging with them, because you know that probably... Yeah. That, that maybe the it's, calibre of players if, any, if anything it's a piss take 
<laughs> just say it is. If anything, the level of maybe player that they've got, Kingfisher, should be playing in higher divisions. Yeah. So it's not. It's like putting Ronaldo in League Two, something yeah, like that. Do you know what I mean? It's not. Um, it's not overly fair, to be fair. But <laughs> no, to be fair, it's not. <laughs> to be fair, it's not fair. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair. To be fair, to be fair. But um, I can't see past the Kingfisher win. But yeah. to make the division good, I would like Highfield to win. Well, this is in the Mark Strong Memorial Cup. Yeah, I know, but it's a League <laughs> Cup. That's what I mean. Oh, so okay. just to make people think that Kingfisher ain't going to clean up everything, okay. I'd probably I'd like Highfield to win. But that's no disrespect on that to Dave or the team because uh, they're good guys. But they are shark in that division. Okay. Let's be fair about it. Uh, 2021 season Shark Award winning uh, Kingfisher Reserves of course uh, in the Sports King Cup uh, Chimera play New Elton Wanderers oh come on New Elton yeah <laughs> uh, boys I hope the weather does uh, behave itself for the rest of the week and you get some football um, well deserved break we've got one more show uh, next Monday where we'll be um, reviewing the season so far and coming up with our uh, favourite teams oh, is that so what we're doing a half season review we're going to do a half season review um, we, tried, we tried to do who's that who's getting the sausage and chips in next week you got delivery we could do that what we could do that we could get pizza uh, I don't eat pizza what do you eat uh, well look at me quite a lot but <laughs> pizza is my last choice really yeah that's a little selk getting to know you what pizza pizza would be my last thing to choose what's your favourite takeaway uh, not getting none of AJ's I love a tie none of AJ's stuff We've, no that's good as well yeah I know home you like home food plug home food plug I know you like home food plug um, what about you like Chinese yeah uh, I'm trying to be good though ain't I for what it's Christmas <laughs> exactly well, boys uh, we can talk about takeaways at another time uh, thanks for your time I hope the weather pisses off and hope you all get wins this weekend should we get some of AJ stuff then next week? <laughs> <laughs> See you later. See you See later. Bye bye bye. Having trouble tracking who can play and who can't? Download Down to Play before your next match. The first app to purely focus on player availability. Get Down to Play for free in the App Store and Google Play. So, tonight's guest on the Sunday League show is Russell from Sandersted. Uh, Russell is the first team manager. Um, I'm sure he does bits and bobs around uh, behind the scenes and for the club as well. And he's also um, a glutton for punishment. He's part of the Quota Municipal uh, Committee. He's been on before uh, during the summer for our, um, was it our 50 podcast in 50 days series or was it a review show that you came on, uh, Russell? Yeah, it was the, uh, the 50 days. So... So, um, Russell's going to tell us a bit, go into a bit more detail about the club, um, about their resurgence this season. Uh, many people had them down as um, relegation uh, candidates this year, um, wrongly or rightly. Um, Russell's going to uh, maybe maybe put them right uh, while he's here. How are you doing, Russell? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. I'm good. Thanks for coming on. Um, thanks for all the support and all that um, over the. I know we've we've sort of um, we've been a bit we've been talking a lot over the summer and the league have have become well involved with the podcast, which is brilliant for yourself uh, and and Roger primarily uh, with the cup draws. Uh, thanks for giving us that responsibility last week. Yeah, no, it was definitely something that we needed to do. We needed to improve our sort of social media side of things, and uh, you've uh, definitely 
taking grassroots to sort of another level really so someone like you is only going to benefit us and hopefully we will benefit you as well so hopefully hopefully yeah <laughs> hopefully you weren't too upset with the uh with the draw that uh that you got in that cup draw no do you know what we we actually want it's strange we wanted saha um I don't think we want him again now after uh, <laughs> Sunday's result, but yeah, no, we're we're happy. I think it would be a completely different game on a on a, a lot smaller pitch. So you think that's the way to drag them into a bit more? Honestly, honestly, the the pitch we played on uh, Crystal Palace Sports Centre or whatever it's called is is huge. It's it's honestly it's massive, and we just it completely caught us off guard. We just weren't ready for that. We were expecting to have a tight game, which is what we kind of enjoy. So I think when we go back to our home pitch, we'll be a lot more comfortable, and we'll be able to give them a bit more of a like an actual game. Whereas Sunday we were kind of camped in our half of most of the game, to be honest. It's a long day for most teams against Saha at the moment. They seem to have taken it uh, up another level this season uh, from from recent years. Um, it's, it's 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 not an easy task playing them. So um, you get to do it again, and having learnt some lessons maybe from yesterday, um, you'll be able to to close maybe close that score, maybe maybe get a nick a result yourself. Yeah, and it's being a cup game. Anything can happen. We've only got to play well for one day. And that's all of a sudden we're into the next round. So that's it. Anything can happen. That's it, right? Let's get into the to the uh, interview. As I said earlier, um, you've been on before, so maybe we don't need to go all the way back. But tell us uh, a bit about what's happened over the summer at Sanderstead. Obviously, it was a bad. You you might call it a bad season. I've just called it a bad season. <laughs> it was. It couldn't have been a very enjoyable season for you boys last year. Um, what's what's happened over the summer, and and how have you sort of? Um, improved and you're seeing yourselves uh, up the top end of the, of the table at the moment so touching on last season I don't think for us especially for me I don't know about my players but for me I'm quite happy with last season because at the end of the day we achieved our goal and that was to keep to stay in the Premier Division we've never been there before we were always a Division 1 side a Division 2 sort of floating around that side. So yeah. to stay in the Premier Division in our first season is is quite an achievement, really. So I think we're quite happy with that. Um, and then building on to that this summer, after playing the teams in the Premier Division, we genuinely thought we could compete and make progress. And we did. With a few signings, that is what we've done. We are, what, I think we're fourth now after the result on Sunday. Yeah. But... Yeah, we we got a couple of... Um, we were always known as a long ball team and we've kind of switched away from that now. We played quite nice football from time to time. Um, so I think it, a lot of it was trying to bring in players that would help that. Yeah. Because we were found out within three or four games into the season of last season, we were found out and they just killed our long ball and that was it. We were done. We had to adapt. Um, so I think, yeah, the summer was about finding the right players to, that would fit us, really. Sounds like a sounds like a master plan. Are you are you behind the tactics of the club, or have you got a coach in there with you, or is it a joint decision, or have you? Are you... Uh, a lot of it is me, but there's, I mean, my captain as well. He um, he's a co- he's a qualified coach. I'm just a I'm a failed footballer that 
didn't get into a football team again, so I thought I, I was going to try myself at managing, and it yeah. seemed to work out for me. So, yeah, no, <laughs> um, I try to do as much of the tactics as I can, to be honest, on my own. But I would like an assistant manager, but it's just trying to find the right one, really. Yeah. So now you've made all these improvements uh, so far this season. Uh, it's been stop-start, so no one's really managed to put much sort of form together or any sort of uh, anything together at all because of the month off we've had. Um, what have you reassessed the aspirations, or is it still to stay within uh, to stay in the Prem Division? So the, a lot of people, some I see someone on Twitter say the other day that we we should have enough to stay up, but we that was never our goal. Our goal was to finish third. So we think Spartans and Saha are kind of on their own out in front and they were going to be. So at the beginning of the season, we said, right, well, let's be the best of the rest. Yeah. So if we can top people like Battersea and, and Santos and Bostram and Croydon, if we can be better than those teams, then that was going to be, that's definitely our goal. And I think we're well on track for that. We're, we're joint thirds, if you, if you want to say it like that, yeah. at the moment. Um, we went to Battersea last season where we lost six nil, and this season we drew three three. So the improvements are there. That's that's we an interesting. get the consistency. That's an interesting. That leads me on to a, is is that trip to Battersea? This I know we've talked it into existence, really. But is that the worst away day in the in the league this season? In terms uh, of the, in terms of the travel, and they're not a bad side either. Do you know what? I think the worst away day for anyone is going to be Sahar at Crystal Palace just down to the fact of the, the pitch size is a massive factor. But last season, when none of these teams were kind of used to going out to Battersea and playing, I think that was when we really felt it. But I think if you look this season, now teams are kind of preparing, getting there on time and things like that. I mean, Croydon got a result against them Sunday. We got a result against them the following weekend. People are taking points away from them. I think yeah. Selsden went there in the cup and managed to just miss out on a result against them so I think people are realising hang on a minute we need to leave a little earlier and it's not actually as bad as it seems I mean they are a good side definitely but they're a, they're a beatable side for sure Okay so that that that, that um, away day as you say yourself and uh, Croydon have both got a draw there in the last couple of weeks uh, maybe teams are able to t- start turning those those regular losses at, at Battersea into wins. It's, it's all just in preparation. That, that's all it takes. Leaving probably half an hour, 45 minutes earlier than you maybe normally would for an away day. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we we were kind of used to it anyway because we've obviously been in the Plumstead Cup a few times so we're quite used to going out, yeah. out towards your way and things like that. So, But the last season, we definitely weren't ready for it. <laughs> have you, have you, did you enter it this year? Yeah, yeah. So we lost to Sporting Thamesmead 90 on penalties yeah. in the first round. Um, I think we'll probably touch on that later, but I think it was, I've got that down as my favourite game from the season. Okay. Um, just pure, it was such a good game. I think it was 3-3 or 4-4 and then it went 4-4 extra time and then it went penalties. Yeah, it was a crazy, crazy game. Uh, we'll get we will get onto that because it's nice to give that cup. I know you like that cup, so we'll talk about that a bit a bit later on in in the uh, interview. Who's your biggest rival? Has that changed now? Now you're looking up the table rather than down, or is it still those the same teams that you look forward to playing each each season? 
do you know what? Um, I think our biggest rival will always be Selston Town. Um, I know they're in a in a different division now, but there's just history between the clubs. So I think they'll always be our rival. But this season, um, if I was going to say pick a rival from the Prem, I would say Bostram for sure. Okay, any reason? They talk a good game, don't they? <laughs> I don't know. Um, they don't talk a lot on social media, but with, within the sort of the WhatsApp groups and the things like that, they talk a good game and they thought they were going to be winning the leagues. And if you look at the moment, they're rock bottom. So oh, yeah, They're struggling, aren't they? Yeah, but, but I look- mean, I predicted that from the start. I had a feeling that Boss Jam would struggle this season. So, Is the struggling because they've lost players or is it just that the, the quality of the league has gone up and they've stood still this year? Yeah, what, what's your thoughts? it's the quality for sure, 100%. They, I don't think they've lost many players. I mean, last season they didn't have a goalkeeper and this season they have a goalkeeper, so they can't even use that one as an excuse anymore. Are they trying to? <laughs> um, so some predictions for this season and, and obviously uh, we're going to say if not you because we know that each team likes to give themselves a shout out but in your division um, who do you think will win the league if not you uh, yeah so uh, we, we know our level we're not going to win the league we're not looking to win the league at the moment maybe next season Um it's between Saha and Spartans, but honestly, after seeing Saha on Sunday, I do think they'll have too much for Spartans. Um, even in the head-to-head games, I do think that Saha will run away fairly comfortable against Spartans, actually. They play each other this weekend. There's for Saha, sorry, yeah. They play each other this weekend. I know you do the fixtures. Was that a little throw that one in before Christmas or was that... Always on the, no, on the do you know what the fi- the fixtures is? Um, it's actually really hard. So it was just whoever I could find to make sure that it worked for the week uh, for the actual week's fixtures, and it just happened to be that was the one. So it'd be a nice game. We look we look forward to see the result of that one. Uh, who do you think will win the the, uh, the Challenge Cup? So the cup that we drew last week. Um, who do you think will win the uh, Quarter Municipal uh, League Challenge Cup? If not you. Okay, so I think it would be us. I'm going to actually say us for that one. But if not us, um, ooh, it could be could be Croydon FC. I think they've had a bad start to the season, but you can never write those guys off in a cup. Never. But also, there's other teams. I mean, there's the Sharks in Division 3, South Sea Wanderers. I mean, they beat Chelsea in the top division yeah. the other day. And you just you never know. You never know in cup games. They are sharks, aren't they? Is that is that hundred percent? Proper sharks, definitely. <laughs> Who do you expect to be relegated from the Prem Division this season? It's still very uh, open. Hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent, Boss Jam. Um, the other <laughs> one's kind of up in the air, to be honest with you. I don't really know. It could be. I mean, we could still get uh, relegated if it's actually fairly tight. So it could be PSG, Santos, JFC, Croydon FC. Ours even Battersea at the moment, so I couldn't I couldn't put another name out there at the minute. I'm surprised with um, that that Santos and um, Bosjam have dropped off so much this season. Last season they looked pretty good, uh, but this season think, they have dropped massively. Yeah, I mean I think I remember Santos saying last season that they felt they were overachieving a little bit, so. It was one of those where you can you can definitely get a result against Santos, but they are very very well organised, which they've they've shown this season against uh, Spartans. They got a one all draw, and I think Spartans only scored for a penalty. So 
Oh, that was was that last week that draw? Yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a surprise result. Uh, obviously, Santos have got a bit about them, or maybe it was a it was a slow start by Santos on the back of uh, by Spartans on the back of a a month off. Who knows? But a point at Spartans is the decent result, whoever you are. Uh, yeah, definitely. Before we get to the teammates section, who's the best opposition that you faced this season? Saha. I mean, it would be hard to say anyone else, really. I mean, Saha put seven past us and could have, if we're being honest with ourselves, it could have been double figures. It, it was that bad. So, yeah, no, definitely Saha. What's, what, is, are they strong all over the pitch or is there is there an area where you could, where they are sort there, of get out of ball? There's areas that we feel we can get out of them, which I won't say about, but next, next time we play them, we do feel that there is somewhere that we can get at them which we definitely didn't obviously exploit at all last Sunday um, but they, they've they just got three, three or four sort of standout players and then the rest of the players around them are very good players themselves so they sort of just everyone does their job right so yeah no, they have got some very very good players very, I was surprised to see him uh, lose against Kamazi. I know um, our mutual friend uh, Tabris filmed filmed the game, and uh, Kamazi uh, got the win against Saha. Um, they all that I mean, Saha looked looked more than amongst the best teams in in the southeast uh, of London. Definitely, they definitely hold their own, don't they? Yeah, I think Saha are definitely going to win our league. I think it's a little bit too early for to sort of put them amongst the Kenning Wells and the SE Dons and the Lambeth All Stars. But give it another season, and there's there's no reason why that they can't be up there. That's def, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite, what's been your favourite game so far? You mentioned it a second ago. I'm glad it's been the Plumpsy Cup game. Um, tell us a bit more about that game. Yeah, they, um, that was back when it was nice and sunny weather, <laughs> and the pitches were nice. Um, Bloody hell! Yeah, it, it was a it was a good game. It was um, it was one that we probably should have won, sort of six three or something like that, to be honest. But it it was just um, it was a good Sunday league game. It was two teams that just wanted to win the game, would do anything to win the game, and uh, yeah, I think it ended three three. Uh, extra time was four four. I think we missed a penalty as well. And then we went to penalties and even that went to like 13, 12 or something like that. So it was a crazy game, honestly. (laughs) Why do you like the Plumpsy Cup? I know the Quota Municipal uh, do back it. They they back their teams to play in it. Other leagues don't, sadly, uh, in our area. Um, But what is it about the Plumpsy Cup that you like the most? It's just different. I think... We're, we, we're all sort of always been Croydon and Croydon only and then we play our Surrey Cup games and we play the odd team from sort of Red Hill or Leatherhead and things like that and it, it, it's kind of got a bit boring and if we kind of want to be the better team show that we're a very good league then we need to compete with the sort of teams from Westford and ODBSL and Although they're not in the Plumstead, no, but only the a couple of teams. West, yeah, Westford—they've got some very, very good teams. I mean, we've played over three seasons now. We've been in it, and we've played some really good teams. Yeah, it's good. It's such a good cut, and for that reason, exactly, you—you you seem to play. You tend to play the same teams in county cups and 
Uh, it's not very it's not very exciting sometimes, and just seeing some new teams and or going to some new grounds just seems to uh, get everyone sort of up for the game. It's, it's such a good cut. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think I'd like to do something with that um, for the Croydon League in the future. So it's definitely something. I mean, that we we would look to and then see if other teams would be interested in, in coming getting involved in so what would be your what would be your sort of target leagues what what are they around um the Quadden League the Leverhead and District obviously is, is quite close yeah you've got the Red Hill and District as well which covers sort of Crawley Gatwick and that sort of way um but a lot of those teams around Catron which isn't too far from Croydon so there, there's a fair there's actually a fair amount of teams around this way as well, so it'd be good to get some of the Woolwich teams in and, and the Bromley teams and anyone really. That'd be good. I mean, the 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 fact that Westford do it for charity. If other leagues sort of take that on as as a charity thing as well, then I'm all for it. We must uh, support support charities, especially at the moment with all the shit that's going on in the world. Um, it's nice to to help to help charities out. So yeah. Hopefully that can happen. That would be brilliant. I know the um, the Hearts um, the Hearts advisor the, in Hertfordshire, they're thinking of doing a charity cup as well. So um, lots of leagues have taken have had a look at that Plumpsy Cup as a as an idea um, to bring other leagues together. Uh, so that's a good idea. Hope, hopefully that can happen. Definitely. Right, the teammates section. Um, there's a few questions here. Uh, five questions. We get to dig your mates out, and then a, then a couple of questions where you get to praise them. So um, enjoy this one. Who's got the worst banter at Sandstead? So I was thinking about this. There's a few people that have got terrible banter, but I'm going to have to go with Connor, our goalkeeper. Um, he's just got such a young and immature mind <laughs> that everything is is just terrible banter. It's like he's still at high school. It's terrible, honestly. Is that showing itself it, to be even worse during lockdown periods? Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a nightmare. Even on match days, he's a nightmare. <laughs> it's just trying to get him going. He's, he's honestly, he's a nightmare. Okay, Connor, you got to sort yourself out one hundred percent. Who's the worst dressed? See, this one's a hard one because I was thinking about it, and I genuinely think that everyone's fairly well dressed. But if I was gonna have to go for someone, it would be Bill, our captain. Um, we we used to flat share together and I think we went out one night and I think I remember him wearing a cardigan <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I think that's enough to say that that's worse dress yeah he's in 100% who's the biggest moaner on the pitch pretty easy this one this is uh, Quincy or Steve the uh, Steve the goal scorer that everyone seems to know of they yeah. both love a moan at each other, at, your, at their opposition, at, at the, your own team? So Quincy will moan at anyone. he moan at the opposition, me, his teammates, anyone. He just loves a moan. And then Steve will moan if he within five minutes of the game. If he's not had a through ball to run on like J.B. Vardy, then he's having a moan. <laughs> okay, high expectations. We like that, though. We like that. Who's, who's yeah. got the worst taste in music? See, this one, I actually can't answer this one because I don't let them have any sort of choice of the music they listen to. I take control of the speaker and everything. So they have, they literally have no choice to show me their taste in music. So they're saying you then, are they? 
Probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the longest in the shower? If when when we so, could have him. Yeah, so this was another hard one because we're from last season. Um, we were a completely new team this season. I think we ended up keeping five of last season's players. Um, so we've not actually had a chance to ever go into the changing rooms or go and have a shower or anything because of COVID. So it's it's a difficult one to to say, really. Okay. We'll dodge that question then. Who, who's, your, it, yeah. who's your player's player? Who leads by example on and off the pitch for Sandersted? Um, I would go for Idris. Um, I think Tobriis, amateur footballer, he was saying it recently as well. And he seems to every every YouTube comment on our videos is always about Idris. He's just he he's really sort of stepped his game up for us, and he's almost on the verge of being captain of the club to be honest and tell you uh, we're changing captain maybe because he, he's got to that sort of level and that it's just everything about him his presence I mean we've put videos out and he's just a funny guy his vibe's good he's, but he's there to win and he shows that on and off the pitch with everything he does the way he talks everything so perfect candidate perfect candidate who's your unsung hero See, this was a toss-up. There's two, and one of them is Chris, our centre-back, who he is there every single week, and it's a long, long journey for him. I think he comes from Uxbridge. Um, and he's always there. He'll never moan if he's on the bench or anything like that. Um, and then you've got someone else. We've got Ben, who's 42, I think, and he's still playing. And honestly, he's such a good player. He could play... I think Farnborough might have been floating around for him actually because he plays for their first team on a Saturday. Uh, so he, okay. he can definitely play. Yeah, yeah, I know him. I think he plays for the reserves on a Saturday, or he might be playing with the first team now. He definitely. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it. Because he, his cousins uh, with Mike Cole. Or oh, okay. Or, yeah, I know Coley. Yeah, yeah, good, good player. Yeah, I know. I know you're talking about. Is yeah, he? So is I, he? I, is he? <laughs> is he susceptible to a red card? Uh, for you boys, as he as he is, as I've seen him be. <laughs> Do you know what? He's not. Um, he's only ever had one red card in about six or seven seasons with us. But Bloody the one he did get was terrible. I'll be honest <laughs> with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, do you know what? As, ba- as bad as it sounds, sometimes we need that because, I mean, on Sunday against Saha, if we'd have had him, it, we'd have rattled some feathers, and they wouldn't have had it as easy as they did. So. Yeah, you do need that sometimes. You do need that type yeah. of player. Um, what do you think uh, the Quota Municipal do well in the development and support of Sunday League football? I think with us, um, our sort of Division 2 and this season we have a Division 3, we're quite, we do quite well in getting new teams into our divisions sort of around that division. So... We the big talk at the moment is how good Sunday League is and all these teams like Essie Dons and Lambeth and all of these lot when everyone is kind of forgetting what Sunday football is about it's about playing with your mates and yeah. might not necessarily be the best but you just want to play football Yeah, and, and I do think that we do well with getting sort of those teams into our division and giving them football that they want to be playing with their mates yeah Absolutely, nothing Sorry. wrong with that, and that's our that's that's our sort of ethos for the with the podcast is that whilst those big teams that you mentioned are part of Sunday League football, there are 
90 percent of of leagues aren't made up of teams that are superstar sort of level within Sunday league football and it's football for everyone and it's just important for those teams playing at the bottom division that are maybe pub teams or just mates they just want to go and play football so yeah I think it's, it's important to celebrate those teams definitely give them a place to play football a good place to play football and treat all the teams in exactly the same way I think that's yeah exactly it's yeah, great definitely. What, it's great what the, that, that the league focus on or retain those types of teams that's fantastic um, what would you like to see improve I think it's the same. Every I think everyone will probably say it. it's got to be pitches and, and things like that. I mean, especially around Croydon, we've we've got a severe lack of good private pitches, or not even good private, but just private pitches in general. Um, I think this season when I started doing the fixtures, I had teams coming to me and saying, "Well, we're going to need a park pitch this season because our private pitch won't let us play." or Oh, and something like that. So we've actually got more teams on park pitches now than we had last season, probably by about ten, really. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, the council uh, closed two park pitches down, so we actually lost two venues. So everyone now is over at Purley Way. So it's not good, and I know it is only Sunday football, but for teams that well, I say only Sunday football, but some teams like to have nice venues um, they're willing to pay the price to have these good venues and um, hopefully the park pitches in Croydon are better looked after than the most the most of the ones we see over here in, in Greenwich and, and Bexley um, I don't, I'm not sure that you'll agree with me uh, maybe they're not that good but um, the, the green space available um, to football teams just isn't of the quality um, really even even for Sunday football it's terrible. Part most most of the pitches are lumpy and bumpy, and there's not much grass on them beyond um, October. Um, yeah, it's yeah. it's a real trouble, and the price of it's only going to go up. So we just, it looks like we've just got to grin and bear it and get on with it. Every team really now is saying about pitches being an issue. Um, it ain't going to get any fucking better, is it? Let's be honest. No, definitely not. I don't think so. But to be honest with you, like you said, I, I think our uh, our pearly way pitches aren't actually as bad as what teams make them out to be. Yeah. Um, I mean, we played a, actually we played jam over at Mottenham playing fields last season in the, uh, in the Plumstead cup. Yeah. And that pitch was shocking. Yeah. Compared to pearly way. Yeah. That, that was really bad. Yeah. I can tell you, I was there a couple of weeks ago. It, it ain't going to be any better, <laughs> better than how <laughs> you saw it. Yeah. It's bad. <laughs> and, um, lots of leagues put stipulations on teams that play in top divisions that they have to play at a certain level of ground so the Alberton and Bromley will say their senior division sides have to have a uh, a private ground personally um I like that as an idea and it should be a it should be a a, a sort of if you can play at a private ground that's preferred I think it puts a lot of pressure on teams to try and and uh, find a ground because there must be waiting lists as long as you're armed to get into these places and you're only waiting for teams to fold or um, or to um, get relegated so they so maybe they can go back yeah. to a park pitch so you can nick their place. I think that puts a lot of pressure on teams. I know they all like to do that, especially in the Alberton and Bromley um, where it's a bit more serious than, uh, where they take it a lot more seriously, I think, than other, than other leagues. Um, it's because of the 
the level of team in there. Um, it's it's more serious, but um, no, it's, it, the the pitches is a real shit situation. And as I say, the teams are going to have to swallow whatever the the venues are asking them to pay, and we'll have to put up with the quality. Otherwise, uh, no one will be kicking a ball. And no one wants that. It could be a lot worse, couldn't it? It so could be worse. I mean, we've got a teams nine most well teams have a pitch there was there was incidences last season where you'd see a team playing at a different venue every other week because they weren't able to secure a regular home game a home ground so they were playing they were sort of ground hopping wherever they could find a space and that's yeah, we that, have that now with uh spartans uh, they had scored an arena at the beginning of the season yeah and obviously covid something to do with the ground staff got made redundant or something like that and they're not able to use it at all this year. So they're sort of in between park pitches and private ground if they can get it. So yeah, I, f- I feel for them a bit. To yeah, be honest. it's not on, but that's the way, that's the way it is at the moment. And hopefully that's only as very few and far between that teams have to do that, but it's not ideal for anybody. Uh, we wish all the teams the best with that one. Um, a quick open forum. Uh, anyone you wish to thank uh, while you're here, any sponsors or people around the club or people that have helped you, uh, whilst you've been in the hot seat at Sandersted. Yeah, no, I think we. I think I always need to talk about the rest of the club. I mean, there's obviously the first team, and that's the one that seems to make the most of noise or gets the most recognition. But you've got our reserves who are sat top of. Uh, yeah, they're the doing table. the business this year. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, they've got to have some recognition. I mean, you've got our third team, who brand new team again this season, although they. I expected them to be winning that division. They they've had a bit of a slow start. I don't think they'll win it now, but they are still doing well. And the the ultimate goal for them is to make sure that they're still here next season, because there's no point in getting them going and then folding because players have left. So that's the ultimate goal for them. And then the other one is our under 15s team, who's new for us this season. Um, it's our 25th year anniversary of the club this se- uh, this season. Fantastic. So we decided to do something for it and we got ourselves a under-15s team in the Tandridge Youth League. Um, and they're going well. They're top of their division. Um, unfortunately, they had a cup game against a team two divisions higher last weekend and they lost that. But the, there's a real strong opportunity that we could win the league in the first season there. And I think next season we're going to only expand more and have two more youth teams and possibly, maybe, a team in uh, the Woolwich and Milton League. Maybe. Blimey. So That's the plan. Did the, did, did the kids' team, the under-15s, give you the bug for it? Did you think we could... What age groups are you looking at? Much younger than that or around the no, same No, I don't, I don't want to go younger at the moment. I think I want to, I want to sort of go up to 18s maybe or... Um, obviously the under 15s will go up to under 16s next season and I think we'll have two teams at that age group Uh, we'll have a reserves as well and then maybe an under 18s team and then definitely definitely looking at another men's team because the amount of players that we've got that we can honestly my DMs are just full full of people just messaging me have you got a club for me have you got space for me and although I would, would love to say yeah come and join the first team but I can't they, I mean, they've got a sort of. We need to start them in a in a lower division and work their way up, really. So we might so, yeah. we might be seeing you, a Sarnacid, uh team, in our in our Westford show next season. Uh, Westford yeah, section. Yeah, if I was going to do it, it would definitely be Westford, definitely. Because I mean, 
everyone I've spoken to over there is just they're brilliant so quality right now the reason you're really here the predictions <laughs> you do have you do have guest predictions um, every week there's not a quarter municipal um, team on anyway so you are our you are our sort of contributor or our guest um, predictor every week and you've you've not been doing that good on your predictions especially not because uh, like, I'm a bit out there instead I don't like to play it safe <laughs> Roger plays it safe every time so. <laughs> uh, well we heard Roger's um, we heard Roger's predictions earlier so now it's for yours we've got our normal four games of the week and obviously Sanderstead feature as you're a guest um, this one the first game is Sanderstead taking on PSG, resurgent PSG. Um, they look to have um, regained some kind of form after the month off. It looked like they needed it after the start they had. They regrouped. Uh, you're playing them at home. What do you reckon? Yeah, it, it's definitely going to be a tough game for us because at the moment, I mean, you get the uh, on Monday morning, I send out the who's available for Sunday and it's looking a bit ropey for us. So, um, But I, I back us to win it. Although one thing I will say is I think everyone in in the sort of Premier Division in Croydon and Division One, know that PSG are a very good team. Yeah. And they could do some serious damage still this season. So we can't take them lightly. And also, we need to bounce back from a really bad loss on Sunday. Yeah. But I think I said 3 1. I think I'm going to go for that one. 3 1 to Sandersted. Everyone yeah. heard my uh, predictions earlier in the show so I won't go through them again um, Spartans versus Saha they're probably the first of the title deciding games this is a six pointer if, if ever I've seen one uh, last game now before Christmas or I think there's a Spartans Bosjam game is there before um, on the 27th yeah I'm working to try and get some games on the 27th done just to help me out with fixtures but unfortunately the teams that have got back to me and said they're available have uh We'll either played each other or in the wrong divisions. So, yeah. <laughs> right. So our second game of the week is Spartans against Saha. Spartans with home advantage, as you've just told us, they sort of ground hop at the moment. So that's not going to be much of an advantage for them. Uh, how do you see this one going? Uh, yeah, I'm going Saha win. I think I've put five two. I, I genuinely think that Saha will win it fairly comfortably in the end. I think it'd be quite close at the beginning um, but Saha will, will ultimately win that definitely I'm, I'm pretty certain they'll win that comfortably 5-2 to Saha for Russell um, our third game of the week is uh, Lambeth Lions taking on Cobbs uh, two top sides in Division 1 uh, Cobbs going well until they lost against Woodside on, on Sunday a shock result uh, looking yeah, at the- I think not many people have looked at that enough, actually. I think Cobbs haven't lost all last season in the league. They hadn't lost this season apart from a game that they were uh, awarded against them. Yeah. That's that's a very, very good result for Woodside. So Cobbs might be hurting after that one. Would you reckon? Is it, are they going to be wounded? Are they going to be the Lions, the wounded Lions against Lambeth? Or do you, do you see Lambeth coming away with the win? Uh, it's a tough one because Lambeth lost that, uh, the return fixture earlier in the season I think they lost that quite comfortably actually so okay. I've I've gone for a 2-2 draw a Desmond for Russell in the Lambeth against Cobbs game what a game that will be um, in Division 3 our fourth game of the week 
is the South Sea Sharks taking on FC 25. Um, two, t- two teams who would fancy uh, being amongst it at the top of the table at the end of the season, uh, by the looks of it so far. Um, where did you see this one going? I've gone for 2-1, but I could possibly change that um, 2-1 to FC 25. Okay. My, I'm a bit worried by that um, prediction, though, because FC 25, I look back at their results, the last couple of results, and they've been really bad, actually. Yeah, so they're not playing well at the moment. No, but FC 25 are a good team. In that division, they're a good team. So if anyone's going to beat South Sea, it's going to be them. So... Yeah, I'm going to, I'll keep it 2-1, I'll keep it there. 2-1 to FC25, interesting. Uh, thanks for um, these predictions, thanks for coming on and thanks for all of the uh, predictions that you do and all, we have we t- seem to text quite regularly these days and, and talk football and, and what's going on so thanks for all your support with the podcast, I know you listen um, and we need to talk about Tabriz quickly before we end this uh, <laughs> His penalties, are they as bad live as they look on video? Yeah, they're shocking. Honestly, they are terrible. I mean, mine weren't great, but on the overall scale, mine were 10 times better than his. I mean, we were warming up and he was putting them over the bar. So, (laughs) I mean, as soon as you release this podcast later, I'm going to tweet back with a bit of footage that hasn't been released yet. And honestly, you will cry with laughter. Is he is he right to He's be calling out shocking. Roots TV? Is he right to be calling him out? He has no right to call anybody out. <laughs> like it, nobody. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's probably quite a good little centre back, but that's because he hasn't got to pass the ball or kick the ball much. He's just got to tackle and head it. Other than that. I mean, he's he's having a bit of a stinker, to be honest. <laughs> to breeze, he was. Um, we did a chat with Roots TV the other day, and he keeps calling Roots TV out. And I don't. Yeah, I see that. I've got yeah. nothing to. I've I've got no knowledge on what Roots is like or what Clinton's like as a penalty taker. But if he's worse than To Breeze, then he's he's got to sort of look at himself. I can't believe To Breeze is doing this. So he's just making a fool out of himself on his own YouTube channel. <laughs> Russell, thank you very much. We'll, st- we'll keep stirring the pot with them too and, uh, yeah. and and make that happen, mate. I wish you all the best with the season and I uh, hope to see you uh, with your name on some silverware at the end of it. That's it. The end of another show. Thank you to the lads, uh, Roger, Gibbs and Jamie for their uh, chat tonight. Uh, real good show tonight really really enjoyed it uh, so much better having the guys um, around the table um, hopefully now tier 3 has been introduced um, in London uh, that's not going to kill us uh, on the recording hopefully we can start playing uh, keep recording together and we'll keep playing football um, obviously we're going to have a break uh, for Christmas there will be another show uh, this coming Monday um, the 22nd I think it is um, but that'll be the last one uh, before Christmas and then we'll go again um, for the following uh, the uh, Monday after that one so we'll have one Monday off I think then we'll get straight back to it um, thank you to Russell our guest tonight from Sandersted, um, a team I've got a lot of respect for and a person I've got a lot of respect for uh, for their graft uh, for graf- grassroots football uh, Russell's a, a fan of grassroots football first and foremost um, but he loves his club as well and you have to admire people like that um, 
Thanks to our sponsors of the podcast, Down to Play app, Home Food Plug, uh, Sports King TV, Born and Sports Youth, Claire Barnett, Champagne Poker and Skipper Sportswear. Uh, our charity partners are TW Drainage, Request, Warren's Roofing, Dave Cumberbatch Photography, NJP Graphic Design and our 12th Man Initiative partners are Erif and Belvedere Football Club. Um, all the best guys and we'll speak to you Monday. Have a good week. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.